I'll tell you what. <laughs> Today's show <laughs> is good. I had the most electric weekend of my life with Foxy in Atlanta and Hartford, Connecticut. Todd lived like an Amish man. <laughs> Diggs and Nick went back to Pittsburgh. Nick almost got killed by a couple of Italians. Yes. <laughs> Gorman was on a chopper bopper at one point. I mean, you're going to want to hear this hanging out with a billionaire. Zito got lost in Chicago. Ty saw Keanu Reeves and Game of Thrones ended. I mean, this show is filled with stories, filled with laughs. And I think you're going to say, I'm excited that I listened today, Tuesday, May 21st. This show is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, who just so happens to be the greatest ticket buying platform platform on planet earth and the The moon moon. yes the moon (laughs) a place where buzz aldrin went Mm -hmm. a place where neil armstrong went Mm -hmm. is that right yes walked on walked on wow don't you fucking start to i'm not i'm just saying what they say Who's they though? Are you a part the, the, of that? The guy, the one, you know, that guy. He's they. <laughs> Who's they? The they same guy who, anytime you say that's what they say, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're talking. But you're blue. not saying you're one of those. Guys. No, no, no. Oh, so you're saying no. they didn't go to the moon? I'm not saying either way, but I am right, sitting square on this fence. I'm looking down to my right and looking down to my left. Oh, Ty, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean the guy's the worst. <laughs> Gorman? Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. If you were to definitely go to the moon, like Buzz and Neil Armstrong did, mm-hmm. no matter what anybody says, mm-hmm. and no matter how much evidence there is potentially against the case of going to the moon, potentially. Yeah. All fabricated. But no, yeah. yeah, fabricated facts. Mm-hmm. If you were to go there, you would want to buy a ticket to a live event, you would use SeatGeek. Yep. Because SeatGeek t- scans all the other ticket buying platforms, both here on Earth and on the moon, to make sure you're getting the best ticket at the best value. Let me tell you why they do that. Because they want repeat customers. You know why? Because they're a company filled with good individuals because it's more than just an app it's the people behind the app that are not just selling tickets they're selling dreams they're selling memories they're selling stories and this is a story that you want to be sold a ticket at the best possible price available to any sporting event any comedy any theater your friends at SeatGeek have it right now if you use promo code pat you get ten dollars off promo code mcafee twenty dollars off once again let's have a little self-awareness here if we don't have a lot of money in the bank account yet, go ahead and use Mac if you get $20 off. Nice. If we got a little bit of cake, okay? If we got a little bit of cake, 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 cake. if we just got our student debt paid off by the guy speaking up in, at our graduation, oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was electric. We talked to J.J. Watt on Thursday's episode. Definitely asked him why he didn't buy the student loan debt at Wisconsin, which he spoke <laughs> at a week beforehand. Shout out to Robert Smith. Is that right? Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The most wealthy African American man who paid off the entire thing. It was awesome. If you if that happened to you, use promo code Pat and get ten dollars off instead of the twenty. Let's just yeah. do a little self awareness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shout out Seeky for being the absolute greatest, and also shout out to Lisa. I can't wait to get back on my Lisa mattress. Oh. We've been on the road here. Yep. I can't wait to get back on my Lisa mattress. When you're in hotels, you never know what you're going to get. When you go to a mattress store, you're rolling around in other people's sweat, other Ooh. people's hair, yeah. other people's. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You're like, oh, is this bed comfortable? You don't know. Are you really going to be comfortable with old Cuzzy staring at you anyways, asking if you want to no. pay a few hundred dollars? No, you're not going to be comfortable. It's all a guessing game. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Until Lisa came around. And said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you the most comfortable bed you ever slept in and send it right to your doorstep. So nice. In a box. Mm-hmm. In a box. In that box, you're like, well, that's going to be too heavy. It's going to take too much. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. No, no. It's half the fun. Half oh, the yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbox that mattress in three minutes. You have the best bed that you've ever slept on 
at your doorstep in three minutes unboxed and you're sleeping better immediately. You go to lisa.com forward slash McAfee. You get 15% off any mattress right now and two free pillows. Nice. L E E S A dot com forward slash McAfee, M C A F E E. Get 15% off any mattress and two free pillows. Shout out to Lisa. Shout out to Sea Geek. Shout out to you for choosing to listen to me at Tom McCombs, at Diggs, at Nick Marotto, at Hey Gorman, at Viva Lazito, at Ty Schmidt, and at Evan Foxy. Put on a fucking storytelling paradise for the next hour or so. Cheers. A uh, wild weekend, uh, to say the least, for Foxy and I. <laughs> Friday, we traveled down to the beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, which, by the way, it is summer down there. <laughs> it is 100% summer. Cooking, huh? It is thick down there. As soon as we landed, just started sweating immediately. I had khaki shorts. Oh, I had khaki shorts what? on. Uh, figured I was going down south. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. But bad luck. Uh, I'm a sweater. Oh, oh yeah. It's a little V in the back see, there. You see, so uh-huh. I get off the airplane because we're sitting on the runway there in the Atlanta starting to- <laughs> Cooking, yeah. Yeah, starting to come into plane. And I'm sitting there, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh my God. And mm. I just get up, I don't even think about it. And then I go to grab like my ticket uh, in my back in, in my back pocket. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> and normally in the jorts world, not a problem because you can't even tell in the jorts world because normally you get a little dark patch back there. If you buy it properly, you can't even tell. So now I'm in a bad situation. I'm walking through this Georgia airport with fucking mm. looks like I want a little doo-doo back Damn there. It. <laughs> but it was a good start to the weekend. We had a bunch of traffic. Uh, Atlanta traffic is no joke. No joke. Yeah. We turned around a corner and it was just uh, two hours worth of traffic. <laughs> like it, literally, we were going wide open, eighty miles an hour. This, it, per, I think we got here at the perfect time, like right before Russia. <laughs> like that conversation's happening. Oh my god, because there's a wedding in Atlanta. We we flew into the airport, which is on the south side. The wedding was on the north side in Buckhead, uh, which is I guess is where all the money's at. Yep. It was uh, so it was a little bit of a drive, eighty miles an hour, patting ourselves on the back. We turn a corner and it was a. <laughs> like almost got into an accident. So we sit through traffic. We do Atlanta for a little bit. And then it was time for this welcome party. We did nothing else. There was a rehearsal dinner before that, I guess, where there was a little practice rehearsal. Yeah. It's in the name. Then, uh, <laughs> then there was some speeches given. Okay, there. And we, we weren't there for that. We went to the welcome party afterwards, which is at St. Regis, which is the nicest place, I think, in America. Yeah. Sounds glorious. I, I think it's the nicest place in America. It, it was very expensive. I, I, it was very, very, very fucking expensive. There's just Bentleys and Ferraris lined oh, up out wow. front of the place. I mean, it was it was asinine. Beautiful. So we get there. We're the first people at the welcome party. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, the, we're, the, we're the first people at the welcome party. Awesome. So there's, because uh, the rehearsal dinner was running late. Yeah. I guess the speeches lasted a little longer than they thought. So the rehearsal dinner was running late. By the way, we're the only ones, I think, that weren't invited to the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a welcome party. That's all right. I, by the way, I wouldn't have brought us either. Just, no. Uh, there's no harm, no foul there. So we're at this welcome party all by ourselves. It's me, Foxy, seven bartenders, this guy called the Mad Violinist, who you might have oh. seen on America's Got Talent. Mm. He's working because he was assigned to start working at this time. So we're getting our own personal concert <laughs> from this guy named the Mad Violinist. He's playing every top 10 song, but with a fucking violin. Yeah. Crushing, by the way. Jesus. Just absolutely slaughtering. So we're befriending bartenders and servers at this point, right? This is a good idea. Yeah. Sure. This is going to end up helping us out later, oh, by the way. Just for future reference. Without a doubt. When you go to Vegas... What do you do? 
You gotta take care of it. You grease up the bouncer, yeah. so when you have to go to the bathroom, the bouncer runs you to the bathroom, moves everybody out of the way. You go pee. You take care of the bottle service people. Also take care of the bouncers. That's what we did at this thing. It was a good idea. Yep. So about 15, 20 minutes later, people start filtering in. And we're just, we've already, I mean, we basically claimed territory of this thing. Like this, we're sitting on a couch. <laughs> we're literally sitting on one of the couches. Whole There's base. only four or five couches. Uh, I'm wearing a polo and pants. It was prom for everybody else walking in there. <laughs> There's three-piece fucking suits walking in for this welcome party. I'm like, oh, my God. Coonan, who's one of my agents, uh, his dad happens to own the Atlanta Hawks. They're a basketball team. He, it, was him, it was him getting married. And Coonan is, when I say this, I mean this. Uh, it, it, he's just an electric individual. Mm-hmm. He's five foot three. He's this five foot three Jewish guy who is just everything is a dude, dude. Like everything, everything is going to work out yes. better than you could ever fathom. The most optimistic human I think I've ever been around, dude. So he walks in after this. I guess it was a little bit of a roast session in the rehearsal there. I guess it was a little bit of a roasting situation. He walks in, sees me dressed like this. He comes up. He goes. Dude, talent doesn't have to dress up like us, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So I put in Foxy. I put in Foxy. He goes, dude, Foxy's a talent. (laughs) So they were like, everybody was so thankful we were there. Literally, everybody was so thankful we were there. They were awesome. Matthew Stafford, as soon as he walked in, like came a beeline right over to us. Like everybody, everybody was happy we were there. It was like, oh, I'm happy we fucking came to this. (laughs) No wedding gifts, though, for me and Foxy. We (laughs) brought cash. Zero wedding gifts. So I just decided. Like tonight, we'll just buy everything at whatever bar we go to. There you go. Like this will be my gift to at least the grooms tonight. If we go That's out, if we're invited to go out anywhere, I'll just buy everything for everybody all night. Like that'll be my gift the night before the wedding. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get slaughtered. Yeah. So as the thing's wrapping up, the St. Regis people are like pushing everybody out. Basically, mm. it's getting kind of hilarious. It's an expensive time. You, you can't just <laughs> you can't be there an extra 20, 30 minutes. Don't even fucking think about it. They're one of Coonan's boys though. He has a group of boys down there. I think they all had a lot of money, but they're bros. Like Matthew Stafford's in that group. Yep. It is just a bunch of bros. Mm-hmm. Like these dudes, they fucking, these dudes get down. Like these dudes are a good time. <laughs> so as I'm leaving, uh, the one guy, he's a little bit taller. He's a handsome guy. He hits me. He goes, you going out with us tonight? I was like, yeah, man, I was I was hoping that would be cool. He was like, we're going to supply and demand. And I was like, oh, okay, man. I thought he was like fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was talking like like a Home Depot type place. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, so like literally I look at Fox and I was like, oh, one of the little fuck boys, man. He, he, he just told me we're going to some like fucking hardware store. I, we're not going out with that fucking group. So then uh, Coonan's dad, who owns the Hawks, incredible life story. Like he started out as a salesman. Like he literally worked his way up. So I was talking to him about his whole story. He was so thankful we came. Everybody was so nice. Mm-hmm. And then that guy walks over to me again. And he goes, are you coming with us or not? And I was like, I'm not going to some fucking hardware store, bro. Like, get out of here. I don't know what the fuck you think this is. Like, I'll go have a good time with Foxy here. We're, we will have a good time. He was like, no, that's a fucking bar, dude. I was like, oh, okay. I am so sorry. I judged you. I thought you were just rich white kid from Atlanta. That's 100% on me for judging you. So we went there and... I mean, we went. We went there and we went. It was unbelievable. Burned it down. Burned it down, bro. <laughs> okay. As soon as I walked in, I mean, I did the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was classic. Foxy, how many people do you think are in here? Foxy, how many people do you think are in this like, place right now? Mm. Foxy starts doing the fucking like, police head count like he's a fire I, I really did. <laughs> he's a like, fucking fire Just touching the bar. <clears throat> I think it was like uh, 60 people. Pat. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Foxy. So I go to the bartender. I go, yeah, 
I'd like to 120 shots. <laughs> <laughs> I like two shots for everybody in here. And uh, the lady goes, get the fuck out of here, she says to me. And I was like, no, no, I'm being 100% serious. So then the owner comes over. It's always like a double check. Oh, There's always like, yeah, a, like double a pit ch- boss comes yeah, exactly, over. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, you can, make, what? you can make that $100,000 bet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sir, you are splitting queens? <laughs> yeah, yeah, split them up, bub. Uh, so the owner comes over. Or manager, I don't remember which one. And he goes, uh, what do you want to do? I was like, I'd like to buy shots just for everybody in here. He's like, does it matter what type? I was like, I just want it to taste good because it's kind of early in the night, you know? He was like, you got it, bud. And then they gave me the price, and I paid uh, like five times what the price was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get me like two more, though. Like, I want two more. You keep two of those for a tip, but I'd also like two more rounds at any given moment. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay. So these people are all on my side now. So this place is all on our side now. So about five minutes pass. Everybody's talking. Foxy and I have nobody to talk to. So we have two. <laughs> you just with, bought everybody a drink. Why, I, what do you mean? It was like a high school reunion. And the party before. You didn't make friends? No, I mean, kind of. Not really. It was, it was a lot of... I mean, we beat. I feel like everybody liked us. Fucking exactly. rubbing elbows. Uh-huh. I feel like everybody liked us, but you go back for like a high school yeah, reunion. Correct. You talk to your boys. You know what yeah, I mean? Like these people haven't really. Not even us too. By the other people that are yeah, at this yeah. bar too. Mm-hmm. It's all like people that are like back in town. It felt like right. So we just saddled up to the bar, and uh, I looked at the owner. It was probably like three minutes later. I was like, I, I think it's time for that. <laughs> you know that second <laughs> three I already ordered. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's time. So then, as we start going, I do that a few more times. I think hindsight, the next day, we looked back on it. I, I did it probably four times too many. <laughs> 100, okay. So before the weekend starts, uh, Pat goes to the bank, and he get, he gets a bunch of money, yeah, right? Cash. And he Just because your card doesn't work. So what happens if yeah. you go somewhere and you order shots like this, and then you give them your card, and it doesn't go through? You're the worst human yeah, on earth. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. you're at the, exactly. you're at, at the, I almost Rock. got fucking arrested at a place in Hermosa Beach, California. And I was like, I'm never falling for that again. So I always go and get cash. He always. gets the cash, and then he hands me a wad, and he goes, hey. You know, it's going to be a good weekend. Let's have a good time. Make sure you tip people. Make sure you take care of everyone. Let's have some fun. And I didn't know this until literally today. I haven't even told you this. At that bar... I spent six hundred of that dollars. <laughs> oh my so god! You had to spend. So I won four too many. You sounds like you won at least two too many there. <laughs> so we were doing it. We were doing everybody it. Everybody was getting after. Everybody was having a great time. This is one of the most positive bars I've ever been in my life. By the way, when you buy everybody like yeah. ten shots, yeah. it feels as if everybody's yes. on a team. You know yeah. what I mean? So everybody's on the same team. And at twelve thirty one a.m. or at twelve twenty one a.m. one or the other. I have to check my screenshot. 12.21 a.m., Kuna comes over and goes, dude, fuck, code red, bro. Code red. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what happened? This is the night before his wedding. He's like, oh, my, bro, I just got a text from my rabbi. And I, like, started laughing. <laughs> I've never heard that text before, especially on a day. I've never heard that before. I just started laughing. He was like, oh, I got to go. He goes outside. Like, two of his boys go out. And Foxy and I are still like partying inside, right? Mm-hmm. So we're still having a good time. Yeah. And uh, I see like there's a little bit of a crowd though out the front, like with all of Kunin's boys. I'm like, oh, there might be like a fight or something. Like need, to <laughs> at least, need to at least show face at this situation. You know what I mean? Need, need, I don't, I'm not going to fight anybody, but need I, to hold that guy. I need to at least show face over here. You know, if, I mean, these people are being very nice to us. So this Rabbi texting, dude, these guys are outside starting shit. What's no. it <laughs> Some priest is out here. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. So funny you say that because we get up to the. The front and Kunin <laughs> reads the text. After the rehearsal dinner, the rabbi had a long talk with himself and he finally came to it because Kunin is Jewish. 
his wife, uh, like Baptist or something. So a pastor was representing uh, one half of the congregation. Mm. The rabbi was representing the other half of the congregation. And at the rehearsal dinner, the rabbi was fed up with how much the other side was promoting oh. Jesus. Oh, oh, so there was real beef between oh, the two hilarious. heads of state. <laughs> so the rabbi sends this emergency text that says, after further consideration, I cannot do the wedding. Wow. So at twelve thirty at night. Twelve wow. twelve twenty, maybe twelve thirty. Was there twelve twenty or twelve thirty? What a dick. So by the way, Coonan's getting paid pretty well. Hold on, Coonan's reading this though. Coonan's like, but oh, come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Come> on. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. So we're laughing. Like I'm me and Foxy. Like, I understand it's probably not a situation where everybody would laugh, but I was like, man, this is one of the most epic things I've ever heard in my entire life. And everybody in the group starts laughing, you know? And uh, I was like, you know, like, if these two can't get along, I can easily get ordained again right now. I'm already, I'm already ordained. It might be expired. And he was like, dude, you, you could do that right now? I was like, yeah, man. So I go on to Universal Life Church. Uh, where I, I've been ordained one time, but it is expired. I got the fucking thirty-five dollar overnight with the badge. Got reordained, and it was right there in the conversation. Coonan goes, "I got to get out of here because I got to go talk to my wife." But if they, be prepared, bro, you might, <laughs> you might be doing the wedding tomorrow. I was like, "Man, I'm ready." Like, what are you talking about? I am ready. So he leaves. I guess they had to go put out some fires. We stayed out till uh, three. Yeah. Very nice of us to do that. Uh, it was a good decision, obviously. We really didn't regret it at all. Not at all. <laughs> but we were walking through Buckhead, and a lot of the bouncers knew who I was. So we had to stop at a couple of places. Uh, a lot of lines at these places, and mm -hmm. these bouncers were being very nice to us. So we stopped at a couple other places. We go back. The next morning, we wake up absolutely feeling like dog shit. I mean, I was just so... Uh, it, was, it was just one question, you know? Yeah. You know... In the hangover, whenever old Cuzzy walks into the bathroom and there's like a tiger there or whatever. Yes. I did that walk into like the hotel, um, which I didn't have a remote to my TV, by the way. <laughs> I didn't have any towels. Foxy had an end of the hall suite uh, with a fucking yeah, LED happens. TV. Always I don't know how. <laughs> he had like a fucking home movie theater. <laughs> I didn't even have a fucking remote or towels. Had to dry off with a t-shirt. Been there. Only Been packed there. three t-shirts. <laughs> it was a bad scene. But I did like that Zach Galifianakis walk into the bathroom, you know, like, you know how they show it, like him bobbling. Yeah. And I walk in and I look in the mirror and I look right at my face and I go, like, why, why do you always have to do it? I said it out loud to the, why, why do you always have to do it? Why? Why do you have to do this to yourself? So then I send Foxy a text. I'm like, uh, I think it was like, a, like, what a night. And he was like, what a night. And I was like, I'm dead. And he responded, Dead in all capital letters. So then we passed back out for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. I had to go buy toothpaste. I didn't pack toothpaste. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have towels or toothpaste. <laughs> so I go pick up toothpaste and then we, we, I pick him up and we go to get pizza. Right. And while we're getting pizza, which you don't go to Atlanta to get pizza, there's this place called Buckhead Pizza that is fucking delicious. Ah, I don't know, actually. <laughs> the state of mind that I was in, I have no clue. But it seemed, it seemed very good. Yeah. Like, it was very good. It was in that nice, Buckhead's that nice part of town. I would have enjoyed it. I think so. I think we, it was better than the fucking shit he called the best pizza in this city. <laughs> oh, Paparazzi. Oh, yeah, man. it was better than that. It had to have been. 1,000%. Uh, we'll see. Um, so we're struggling through that whole thing. I get a text that says, dude, could you really do the wedding tonight if you had to? Oh, man. And I respond with, 
Absolutely. At that exact time, Foxy was just getting back from his first puke. <laughs> Foxy was just getting back from his first puke, which I documented on IG. Yeah. I was loving it because he had sunglasses on inside, refused to take them off. I mean, he already looked hilarious. And then he was just disappearing out of nowhere, puking and coming back. Oh, I had to go pee. Was, the first time he said, false alarm, false alarm. And then I was like, you were gone for like 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, I puked. Yeah, I puked. It wasn't a big deal. But I get a text then. We wrap it up there, and now it's time to go to the wedding. And we go back to uh, the place, and I get uh, a text that, hey, bygones have been bygones. Uh, these two are ready. They're good to go. Uh, so I've no longer been called into the batter's box. Mm-hmm. By the way, not happy about it. No, I wouldn't oh. be. Yeah. Not happy about it. Oh, I, come on. I was not happy about it. I mean, I had 35 bucks for that thing overnight. <laughs> that could have been a $15 certificate. You know what I mean? That could have been a $15 certificate. Um Anyways, McAfee Weddings, McAfee Marriages, uh, potentially a new business plan. You're going to have to come with a great offer, though. I got a lot of offers. I mean, when I posted that photo, I was still like, that was coming fresh out of that bathroom uh, visit, so I wasn't really coherent. And then when I I woke back up, I had like a bunch of people who were like, May 21st, 2020. May, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then I got some brides even coming in that were like, my husband already asked, but we would love it too. And I'm like, I just don't know if I can do what I just did. (laughs) I don't know if I can do what I just did again. That was like a Vegas trip. So we we go to the wedding, and you could sense the big dick energy between the two leaders of the state. Oh, which <laughs> is awesome. You know what I mean? You yeah. could sense like the one trying to out Jesus your God. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. It was like a it was like a back and forth situation, and there was only a few of us that really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's only a few of us that knew that these two at like 12.30 last night all were about to fucking throw hands <laughs> over whether or not Jesus came back out of that cave. Fucking crusades. Honestly, they were ready to go at it. So it was, it was a beautiful ceremony. This St. Regis place, they they spared no dime. I mean, no dime at all. Coonan freestyled his, um, what's his vows? His vows. Mm. <laughs> Always a good idea. Acapella. Oh. No, he didn't prepare anything. No. Oh, they wrapped it. It's on me. Improvisational. Yeah, maybe. well, freestyle, I guess. Yeah. I, I, you're, you're right. You're obviously right. <laughs> no, that's on me. Well, acapella clearly means like he sang it. No music. Yeah, well, he did kind of. I thought make. it was a beat. You know what? Every day, you know what you and I do? We go acapella, acapella bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much different whenever we get a little music behind us. Um, so she gives these beautiful vows. Very beautiful vows, you know, with the Lord and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coonan. I firmly believe that he either forgot to write vows or didn't know he was supposed to write vows. And he just so happened to have like an index card in his pocket that he pulled out and ripped. He did the rip up the vows thing. I'm going to speak from the heart. (laughs) I wonder, I wonder when he was told that she wrote out her vows and he realized, Oh, classic. Do you not just rip up the (laughs) the best. It was classic. So he does this entire thing. It's electric, obviously. He starts speaking to the crowd like he's doing stand-up. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. And uh, it was a beautiful story. It was funny. Mm-hmm. It was very, very funny. It was it was everything. They did it. They get married. Mazel. Okay, we walk out. Let's have a good time. Jewish wedding. First time ever at this thing. So we didn't really know what to expect. We get in this cocktail hour. 
uh, beforehand. It's all beautiful, and I feel terrible. But there's a couple people who are fans of the show there yep. that are coming. Sam Martin, punter for the Lions. He's fucking like pouring it on me thick because he didn't go out the night before. So it's, I, I, bro, I've been waiting for one of these nights with you. And I was like, well, you could have had it last night. <laughs> <laughs> could have had it last night. I got, I got a flight tomorrow. I'm not doing anything tonight. So like, I was being four drinks. Bartenders from the night before were there again. Mm. They didn't realize what happened after I left that little San <laughs> Regis thing. So I was getting back into it, having a good time. And then they debuted where the reception was. In this room was fucking. It was like straight out of a like a like a sheik's movie. Yes. <laughs> it was like if a sheik had. A, it was just like so. There was a five, a six. What? What? How? Set? What do you call like a band? There was four uh, backup dancers, a yeah. lead singer, a drummer, a saxophone, a piano, a guitar. It was like a 14-piece wow. band up there with a full performance. The ladies were dancing the entire time while singing and rapping. It was. They were good. Good. They were Jesse's Girl IG. Oh, Follow so us. So Follow us. Jesse's Girl IG. They put on a four-hour performance. Didn't when, stop. Didn't stop one time. Mm -hmm. uh, so we sit down. We're having dinner. You know, we're eating. Food was very good, very small, but yeah. very good. Mm -hmm. I'm a bigger guy, though. Yeah. Like, I eat more. And we, the only thing we had was a pizza since this point, so I was a little hungry. But it was some of the – I would say it's the best lamb I've ever had in my life. Ooh. It was so good. The entire wedding, the way I described it, was if you had the first round pick for everything at a wedding, <laughs> that was this one. That was exactly what it was. Yes. That was exactly what it was. So speeches start happening now. Okay, at the wedding. Speeches start happening. And Coonan's dad goes up there and speaks. And he does a little throwback. He rips up the vows. Like he's like, I'm just going to do this from the heart. He rips it up. Everybody's laughing. Um, and he ends the speech with, it was, it was nice. You know, welcome to the family. Mm -hmm. we, we gained a daughter today. You know, it was all good classic. stuff. Classic, classic stuff. He ends it with, the only thing I ask is tonight we drink every ounce of alcohol in here, <laughs> eat every single bit of food we have in here until they kick us out of this joint. And then they walk <laughs> clap, okay? So then Coonan gives a speech. Coonan gives a speech, and it's like a it's like a seven minute stand up routine. Oh. It's good though. I mean, I he got six pops out of me, like loud pops out of me. And some and one particular part, not everybody was laughing, but I gave a loud pop because it was just a very comical thing, romantic, obviously. And then he goes, uh, "They're gonna start singing." He goes, "Let's get it on." So, like the mood out of everybody in that particular from the Jewish side of the yeah. wedding was like. Hey, at these types of events, we get very fucked up. That was exactly <laughs> what it was. Because you got to remember, the split in the congregation yes. was there the entire time. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the Jewish religion that was being represented there wanted to make sure that it was represented in a proper fashion. <laughs> like, hey, listen, this is what happens. Like, hey, let's get it on, was his exact words. There's an ice bar in the back. Oh. The entire thing was an ice bar. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, massive so cool. ice bar. Obviously, it was open bar, the whole thing. Yeah. So we're getting after it. Band starts playing. Food's good. Foxy gets served dessert. I don't get served dessert. <laughs> have a picture of it, actually. Everybody in the wedding got served dessert except for me. I mean, it, was, it was a wild scene. I don't well, know they what listen I, to the show. They know, they know you're on keto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, I, was, I ate and drank everything that was in front of me. That pizza was so fucking good. That might be why, by the way. <laughs> Hadn't had a yeah. carb in a while. Mm -hmm. 
Could that be. was also our problem Friday night, I think. <laughs> yes. Mm. Hadn't had a carb in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't it hit any. you quicker. Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it hit us quicker, but on the backside, you see. Uh, yep. on, on the upside of the backside was very high. Because I... It was it was one of those things where I felt good the entire time, very active the entire time. Yep. We were out dancing, feeling good, great conversations with people, learning a lot about people. I just didn't expect to feel the way I felt. I, I did not expect to feel that way. We ate no food and we mixed in zero waters. <laughs> that was the mistake. Zero waters by anyone. That was, yeah. that was the mistake. That was it. So then we um, the the party kits going in a Jewish wedding is the most electric thing on the history. Of fucking earth. <laughs> when I say this, I mean this. The Labeni Hana. Yeah. So that is uh, like a bird call. For everybody to get on dance floor. Like, you know, we have the electric slide. They do that. They do the electric slide. You know, you had the Cupid shuffle. Yeah. They do that. We have that. A little bit softer now. Yeah. That's our, that's my, that's we my have that goal. one as well. We have sh- we, shout. Shout. We have shout as well. They did that as well. But then they have this other one that is literally, it's a bird call for every human that's at the place. You go running up to the dance floor and then you dance in a circle. Everybody has their arms around each other and it's like a fucking, like a, a it's a tornado. Yep. I almost saw a 70 year old lady get caught up in that fucking. <laughs> I, there was a drunk guy that was leading the particular side of the tornado in a circle and this older lady was, did not know he was coming at the rate he was. And I was like, I don't know if I want to stop. Should I stop this whole situation? She was just dancing by herself and then somehow she just had this like awareness level that was much better than anything ever she literally just danced around the guy and the group just went around her she was an old lady on her first dance tornado it was (laughs) (laughs) so at that moment they take breaks in that song by the way that love la la hia i don't know what it is that thing goes okay and then there's like breaks and during the breaks of that song they're just playing like the instrumentals almost (laughs) People are getting on fucking chairs, okay? So then the chair thing happens. And they had a seatbelt on the fucking chair. Oh, yeah. So these people, you get in there, you strap it up. You literally strap it up. Like bucket seat ones or just across the waist? Across the, just exactly how I was doing it right there in front of your face. (laughs) Just exactly how I was. What's that? I have these. No, no, he no, did it like this. Yeah, yeah, it. but I did it around my waist like seven yeah, times. Both. And you, you don't have those. Yeah, you, no, you, nobody has this. It's, I wish I had those. Yeah, yeah, but that's not what you said. <laughs> I meant to say wish. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if they had that thing fucking roller coaster put the flat down? No, they just had a lap belt attached to this chair. And then there's this one guy called the Empire. He was the um, the largest man there. He Big was dude. six foot eight Jewish guy. Probably four. He might have been four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. He might have been four hundred pounds. But he was in the middle of the tornado. He was in the eye of the tornado. By the way, <laughs> rallying up the chairs that are getting tossed into him one handed. <laughs> very much a let's get it on situation. So then uh, Coonan gets up there with his bride. They're on two different chairs, and they're holding a towel, a napkin to connect each other. And they, all the groomsmen start lifting him mm-hmm. up and tossing him, right? And it does seem as if they're trying to throw him. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a fucking hang clean. Like, yes. they're trying to, like, fucking, like, shoot him <laughs> off. Seatbelt was necessary. Seatbelt was ne- They say normally they go raw, no seatbelt. Right. A lot of the Jewish folk were judging 
The oh, seatbelt. Seat they were. They were judging the particular chair because it was a softer chair because there was a seatbelt on there. But I don't know how it would happen. Coonan would have fucking hit the roof. <laughs> <laughs> they were throwing him. I mean, it was obviously electric. More spins were happening around it. So then they go down, and I'm like, oh, that was awesome. Foxy's filming this entire thing, by mm -hmm. the way. So Foxy, as soon as that thing started, I was like, I got to go do that. That's it. That's it. That's it. They were Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for this since <laughs> watching the movie Wedding Crashers. <laughs> so I, we literally, I sprinted to the dance floor. Kind of scared to get in. I was, it was a little bit of a, like a double Dutch situation with the tornadoes. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm out. I'm out. Because all the, um, the people that believe in the sequel of the Bible, they were all on the outside. Right. It was th this was the most I've seen inside, outside type operation. <laughs> it, was, it was like that. But then the um, Coonan's family were like forcing them in basically right. like, get your fucking ass in here and I got in a wave one, I got yeah. waved in nice. I, I like got that. waved in yeah and I was in there and I'm in the middle of the fucking eye of the storm there and uh, old dad gets on the chair and straps up Guess who's got the back right, <laughs> back, back <laughs> left, yeah, back left peg, and uh, I'm like, oh my god, I'm a part of this right now. And then there's a, a like a one, two, three. It's like uh, feel the rhythm, feel the ride, get on up, it's bobsled type type thing. And then we just start. And I, I, the guy I was standing next to, I felt him trying to throw Coonan's dad oh, off. Oh, yeah. I, I felt him trying to do it. And I was like, I guess this is what we're doing. And Coonan's dad was just fucking up there. Oh, gee, just like, yeah. If he falls off, you're accessory, essentially, right? Well, if he dies, yeah, for sure. But it, it felt like the thing I was worried about was if he falls off, I think somebody catches him because there's a big enough wave there. Oh, I think that might be something that sure, happens. Yeah. But for me, the car sickness, oh. I don't know how they're doing it up there. I mean, we drive on these bottles here. I get fucked start getting a little wheezy. <laughs> these dudes are getting their stomachs punched up in the air. And by the way, that 10-piece band performing for this whole thing, it's like a 12, 15-minute straight thing, performing <laughs> this entire time with dance moves <laughs> in the it's back. Incredible. It was, yeah, it was electric. It was just absolutely electric. So that ends. I'm dripping in sweat. Everybody is sweaty at this point. Michael Klein, my other agent, goes... Uh, rule of a Jewish wedding, by the way, two to three dress shirts uh, because you're going to do what you just did through your dress shirts uh, every single time. On the <laughs> I was like, I like you guys just have that little asterisk. In there. <laughs> by the way, we think this might be a four dress shirt wedding. <laughs> this is an electric group of humans coming through here. So we go back to the bar. We start drinking. We start having a good time. Mm -hmm. We get yelled at for not being on the dance floor because yep. everybody leaves the dance floor at that point. So then to go drink, yeah. I think, and to cool down, there was some people that weren't happy. We were, the father said you, gotta, you have to drink everything in there. Well, and let's get it on. I mean, we were, we were doing challenged. we were doing both. <laughs> so we go back to the dance floor. After parties, great, having a blast. And I get called to like another room. Oh, okay. I get called to another room. What? Like, hey, there's a uh, the there's Godfather. A, yep. Were you like, please Basically. let this be the Illuminati? Please let this be the Illuminati. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Hey, we got to remember too. As soon as I showed up in those shorts, tucks. As soon as I walked in, as soon as I walked in at St. Regis, every human in there stopped and started laughing. Every, every, the, no exaggeration. The pop I got in the, from the people that worked at the hotel to the people that were just passing through the lobby there nice. to the people working valet outside. As soon as I got out of the car, there was literally just a look at me, a laugh, <laughs> and like a finger point. And I was like, yeah, you're goddamn right. So I thought potentially somebody was like, uh, we don't know who he is. But the motherfucker that showed up in the shorts, <laughs> we'd like to talk to. So I get told that the, there's a bar on the other side of this floor. It's like back through some things. Like, uh, some people want to see you back there. And I'm like, uh, fuck it. All right. I'll, 
Yeah, let's go, Foxy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm going to die, you're coming with <laughs> We go in there, and it's the head of CAA, uh, the head of CAA sports, uh-huh. and the head of CAA something else. And it's just like, uh, it's a round table, leather couches. with uh, It's like a bar environment with some fries and wings on the table yep. in the middle. Mm-hmm. There's a TV on up above their shoulder. There's a couple other people in the room. And I literally just walked in, and I was like... Oh, Jesus, this is a pretty fucking big deal. So I, I brought up my own chair. I brought up my own chair and sat down. I was like, boys, how are we doing here? And uh, it was a 20, 30-minute conversation yeah. with uh, the head of CAA Media. And then it was a 20, 30-minute conversation with another guy. And then I get a Jimmy Sexton, who reps all the SEC coaches, I guess. He's like his first official. Doing, doing quite well for himself. Yeah. Uh, his first official client was Reggie White. Hmm. He was friends with Reggie White. It was actually a really cool story. This guy, his friends were Reggie White. They were meeting with a bunch of agents. They didn't like any of them, so Reggie just asked him, "Why don't you do it?" Now he just reps basically everybody. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and he's like very. Yeah, he lives in Tennessee. Big guy. He's you, a big guy. He's, he's awesome. He was an electric figure. Huh? Talking to him, he he gave less. Than zero fucks about me. <laughs> that guy, I was not there to talk about that guy. I'm not going to be a coach. That guy gave zero fucks. But he was just an entertaining human being. Great conversation with him. So then I'm, I go and sit on the other side of the table. Okay, I sit down on the other side of the table. I go and get a Red Bull vodka, uh, and I come back and I sit down on the other side of the table. And there is this character, who his name is Vino. Okay, Vino is all anybody has said is that guy's my boss. So everybody said that guy's the boss. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who he is, Vino. <laughs> I don't know exactly what Vino is, but I know Vino is one of the most incredible humans I've ever talked to. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Pat? I, I've been hearing about you a lot. I, I'm not a sports agent. I'm a sales guy. I just so happen to be in the agent <laughs> business. I hear a lot of great things about you. Let me tell you what I like about you. I'm like, oh, Vino. I did not know that was coming out. He's like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. So what I like about you is, not only you're a talent, incredible talent. I'm not an agent, so I would, I'm, a, I'm a salesman. You're an incredible talent. I love watching your shit, okay? But also, you're an entrepreneur. And when you put the entrepreneur together with the talent, I'm fucking stuck. <laughs> Take it easy. So I start dying. He was exactly taking this. <laughs> I start dying laughing. I'm like, yo, Vino, you're an electric guy. He was like, well, I'm just very fucking lucky. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I, we just try to make business, try to make people happy. Honestly, that's all I try to do. I, I, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, it just, I'm lucky. I, <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes, you know Mike uh, Francesa? <laughs> I go, I'm just learning about Mike Francesa, by the way. He goes, okay, so I've been listening to Francesa 30 years, right? I'm a big fan. Grew up in the area. I went and sat down with me. He and I are doing business together now. So we got to get you two linked up. I was like, oh, yes, 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 we do. He said, okay, uh, we can make that happen. No problem. I'll text a client, Mike. Mike's your guy? Yeah. I'll text Mike on Monday. <laughs> Maybe you're talking to Mike Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, Vino, you are the fucking man. He was, yeah, man. You two would like each other, so it'd be good. It'd be good for me, too, right? <laughs> this dude. I I wanted to sit there forever and just talk to this guy. He's got a wealth of knowledge, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of things. I, I think he's the head of CAA. He knows everybody, it sounded like. And he was one of the most down-to-earth humans. Like, he literally yeah. sounded like, he said it a couple of times, like, I'm not an agent. I right. was just a sales guy who just so happened to fall in. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but he was just a cool fucking guy. Bald head, electric. Like, electric individual. Just He had a lot old. of- How old of a guy? 
He seemed like he was uh, probably in his 40s. Yeah. Yep. Seemed like he was in his 40s. Everybody was like kind of. Well, see, I would have guessed 50s, 60s. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was like in his 40s. Everybody was a lot younger than I thought. For sure. So it was kind of a inspiring thing. Yes. I was like, oh, man, these guys are a lot younger than I thought they were going to be. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to be like 70-year-old people. Right. Wouldn't get it with me or anything. Vino, complete opposite. <laughs> Love your shit. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking drafting. <laughs> hey. That's brilliant. <laughs> Everybody could have done that. Everybody could have done it. It chose not to white because you you did it. <laughs> I was like, you're damn right. You know, you're didn't damn I? right I did. You're damn right. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. So you and I talked for like 20, 30 minutes. We got summoned to the dance floor again. Yep. Because uh, there was a dance floor on the other side still open. It was kind of uh, emptying up, I guess. So we got summoned back to the dance floor. So we all go back over there, and fucking Vino is crushing it on the dance floor all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's crushing it on the dance floor. He's got like glow sticks uh, in his ears. I'm like, this fucking guy. This guy is my fucking guy right here. Uh, Sarah Spain and her husband were there. They sat at our table. They were dancing. Ali LaForce was there. She was dancing a good bit. We were just having a good time out there. Fox and I were the last two off the dance floor, though. I mean, it had to be. Of course. Everybody just kind of sort of disappeared. Because yeah. <laughs> we're, I was kind of, I mean, it's kind of, when, when you're at these weddings, a lot of people are couples, right? So whenever you're summoned to dance, you just kind of got to dance by yourself. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I'll dance by myself. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of moves. So I started just dancing by myself. Foxy started dancing by himself. Yep. Next thing we know, we're like 30, 45 minutes into dancing by ourselves in there, kind of uh, bouncing around there. And then all of a sudden, everybody's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Everybody was gone. I was like, fuck. Well, he can't well, fucking yell at us for not being on dinner. We <laughs> shut this place down. That was that picture. Yes. That picture was when everybody was gone, and we had already been summoned to the dance floor a couple of times. I was like, oh, the last fuckers on the dance floor. Just <laughs> I just want to let that be known that we were the last fuckers on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Having a blast. It was awesome. Then we go out again that night. We go out after that, obviously, to the same area that we went to the night before. Yep. Because at this point, we had made friends. At sure. this point, right? That's a good move. Yeah, so we put in work. <laughs> we had made friends, yeah. and I had like six Red Bull vodkas. I was nowhere near sleeping. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nowhere near sleeping. And if I have that that short tuxedo shorts on where I look that good, mm-hmm. utilize it. Like, let's. I'm not just going to take this thing off right now. No, there's no way. No, no. no what are we talking about? You got to make it a night. Come on. <laughs> so we go up, <laughs> and Sam Martin's at a place, and he calls us there. It was called Big Sky or something. It had a stage there. It was like a pretty cool spot. It was awesome. We walk there. We get through there. We do the whole thing. We get in there. We link up with Sam Martin, who's dating Nastia Lukin, uh, the Olympic gold medal uh, gymnast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nastia Lukin, blonde-headed girl, Sam Martin's dating her. Uh, they seem like a very good, happy couple. Very. Them. Very dancing, the whole thing. I think they're going to potentially... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna hey, put those those uh, kids got a chance. Hey, hey. <laughs> they got a chance. I saw a lot of love in those eyes. <laughs> I saw a lot of love in those eyes. We meet up with them. We sit there. Place is packed. And it was it was a much different demo than the room we were in the night before. So I was starting yeah. to get stopped by a lot of people down there. I guess we got a pretty good little fan base down there in Georgia you. Tech. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you guys down there, by the way. So I was getting stopped a lot. Now, granted, I walked in there wearing shorts, tux. <laughs> he had a tux on. Yeah. I had a fucking headband on that was a glow-in-the-dark thing. <laughs> I mean, we walked in there. We were calling attention to ourselves. Pretty much. But uh, there was a lot of people that were like walking up saying, what's up, what's up, what's up? I was like, oh, nice to meet you guys. It was very cool. I enjoy those conversations with people, especially from out of town, because I don't know 
Like that we got people. I had no idea we had people there, and then we have a lot of people. There was there. a lot, yeah, a lot of people. Somebody almost crashed their Uber to tell it. To stop. <laughs> Literally, it was the car was sideways in the middle of the fucking street at yep. like three a.m. because <laughs> the guy, two kids, hopped out of their Uber to take a picture. They told the guy stop, like, and the guy like pulled because <laughs> we were walking down the street. It was pretty cool. Really good people down there, uh, and we sit down with Sam Martin and their little group in the back. We're having a couple of drinks. Uh, we get hungry again, so we go out to get food. There's a food truck out front. And it was at that moment I realized that I ain't never seen a city that loves cocaine more than Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> never in my entire life have I seen a city love cocaine like this. It was unreal. It felt like I went back to, like, I don't know when uh, uh, cocaine had its big boom, like the 80s, maybe 70s. Mm -hmm. I don't know when it was. <laughs> it felt like that's what they were living in. We, I had no less... Then 10 kids come up to me and offer me cocaine. 100%. <laughs> with bags in hand, yes. opening it in public, like on the dance floor. Not, not like, yeah, like you hear these stories like, oh, uh, in the bathroom, obviously somebody's doing cocaine. Like you hear those stories. Not, these kids were pouring out like sandwich-sized, <laughs> fucking sandwich-sized bags. You want some? It was I'm so like, normal, too. No, no, I don't. Yeah, my mom packed it for me. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> In, in front of probably 200, 300 yes. people, these kids were just fucking doing cocaine. I was like, this is insane. This is absolute insanity. And they were like, you don't want any? I'm like, no, man, no, no, thank you, though. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they would do one for me. Right? Oh, yeah. So they would, they would extend it. And then they would just put it in their pocket, spilling shit everywhere, which I know <laughs> that is not. I, I mean, I've had a couple of friends that have had to run with the old uh, white devil and that is not something that happens and then it, i'd get three feet further and it would be uh, somebody tap me on the shoulder if you need any cocaine i got you <laughs> i'm like man i feel like we're potentially in like a cocaine capital here in atlanta go to the bathroom there's fucking a line yes like uh you, you actually ask like are you going to the bathroom or you're like no 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 i'm like okay i'm gonna sneak by and piss okay yeah yeah we're just waiting for the yeah. Stall. Yeah, the stall. <laughs> out the door. <laughs> Literally out the door. Out the door. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I feel like I went back to that club that we watched the- uh, that Studio 54. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, man, this is too- uh, I never <laughs> I would have never guessed that people do this with cocaine still. We would just Same. be walking by people, and you would like look at someone in the eyes and be like, yep, I know what they're doing, and then it'd be like the next- On yep. the street, too? Like, yes. I don't think Big Sky was the only place, because like, on the street, we were getting stopped. It was, it was like, McAfee! <laughs> like, yo, what's up, man? <laughs> want some coke <laughs> I'm like no man I'm very sweaty I was just at a Jewish wedding but I don't I don't do the cocaine man but it was everybody's having their best life dude it was cool everybody's having their best life down there I didn't see a single fight I didn't no, see a single awesome. arrest. I saw cops all over the place. I saw a lot of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed to be all very orderly. It was very, it was almost, it was impressive. No drama. Fun. There was no drama except for the rabbi. And, the <laughs> yeah. and then I went to, right. uh, then we flew to Hartford, Connecticut, uh, WWE watch along, uh, then released, uh, that was a good time. A lot of humans, a lot of humans. Oh, yeah. It's kind of hard to talk to people when there's 45 people talking. Yeah, How about the chef? You don't bomb? say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, Schefter. Good call. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was. Adam bomb. So I go to pee. I go to pee in there, and there's a very nice bathroom. Very nice bathroom. Mm -hmm. And Schefter is in the middle urinal of seven, and there's nobody to his right or nobody to his left. <laughs> He's not flanked by anybody, okay? So he had been in there either the longest or he just got in there. He had two phones out, and he was peeing. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, this is the most Schefter thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You got two phones, you're pissing, like you just, you can't turn off, can you? And he was like, uh, well, I'm just trying to catch up, you know, just trying to catch up. He starts talking really fast, like just trying to catch up, McAfee, you know, I just, I have been paying attention to the wedding, love, love, you know. And I was like, oh, I respect it. I won't let you know I respect it. So I go to the end urinal, 
right? Which is, I feel customary. Yes. So I go to the end urinal. Normally I don't, by the way. Normally I go to stalls. I'm a strictly stall guy. Mm-hmm. But at this wedding, I was nowhere near, anywhere near importance. So I, there was no reason for me to be Felt late. safe. Yeah, I was like, there's no, so as soon as I start peeing, he gets, I guess he gets done and I have my phone out, right? I'm scrolling through my Twitter and he goes, oh, look at you. <laughs> like he started judging me, you know, because <laughs> I literally just made fun of him for doing it. He takes the picture, he comes up and he goes, uh, you care if I tweet this? I was like, I would love for you. <laughs> he was like, uh, what about Instagram? I was like, oh, I would uh, love for you. Sure. He's like, I'll put it on Facebook too. I was like, awesome. <laughs> I was like, Chef, you're the fucking man, dude. He was like, uh, he was like, that was so funny to me. That was so funny to me. You, you just don't, you got a yarmulke. <laughs> I met up late and I saw him and Pat's like, Evan, Evan, you got to see what Shefty just tweeted. So we all go over to Shefty. He's fucking giggling like a schoolgirl <laughs> at this photo showing hey, it to me. And I thought was, it was he so was awesome. funny. He, oh, he, was, he took a lot of heat in the comments for it. Oh, for being creepy? Yeah, big yeah. time. I would assume bathroom photos aren't the best. I sure I should have told him that. But who gives a Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, he great. did ask me. Hey, you, mind, you mind if I... Well, you were, you were smiling in it, looking yeah. at him. So, you know. well, I, you know, the only thing I, I, I wish I would have staggered my legs a little bit so you could get a little depth on the calves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the way the marble was in the background. Shifty, let me know if you're going to take a picture, man. He, he kind of did, and it was an amateur mistake. But now that I know, though, that if. <laughs> Somebody shooting from direct over there. Just back the leg up a little bit. That is the one of the first things Stafford said to you at the wedding. He goes, looks at your legs. Holy shit, you really got some cannons down there. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Matthew Stafford, cool guy. Might throw for 10,000 yards next year. Yeah, yeah. That's, I've always, everyone's always said he's the coolest dude. His wife, by the way, very. she's battling right now. Uh, she was there having a oh, good time. Good, yep. Having good. a good time. It was just such a positive environment, man. I, I I wish more people could go to Jewish weddings. Hey, how does the yarmulke work? I mean, did they say, are you with the bride or the groom, and then they hand you? No, it was uh, uh, commemorative yarmulkes. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. By the way, spelled Yarmulk. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yarmulka. Oh, yeah. Yarmulka. Didn't know that. I had mm-hmm. no idea. I was just learning about it. Yarmulk. They had commemorative. Had no it has a D and J on there with the date and the place. Now, I did hear from other Jewish at the wedding. That it was a cheaper uh, yarmulke because it didn't have clips inside of it. You had to get a a separate clip to clip into your hair. Mm. Because we got gifted yarmulkes here, if you guys do remember. Mm -hmm. I remember. And they have clips on the inside. So you just put it on your head and then like it's like a twist cap. Like uh, you just kind of push it and it locks in. So this one I put on. And I thought I had it on inside out because there was no clip. So I flipped the other side and I was like, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> so I looked around and I was like, why is this thing not sticking in my head? They're like, separate clip. I was like, oh, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Cheaper clip. I has got to pay Jason Collins this year. Extension in Atlanta. It was, uh, it was so, no, I think the, the thickness of it, it was a thick, thick ass yarmulke. Yeah. So I don't think they could put the clips in it, is what I was actually told later after being lied to, I think, by the first Jewish family. <laughs> it was awesome. Everybody had fun, though, man. Everybody had a blast. Um, I just think that when you get a chance, to go to something like that, you have to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like we, you've never experienced before. Yeah, but but also right? with the humans over there. Yeah. I think the amount of money in there might have <laughs> toppled a few billion dollars. I think you're right. Like, there might have been a few billion. You know that song where uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are like, what do you think is going to happen when there's a billion dollars in an elevator? Like, I think there was a couple of those elevators. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there was a couple of those elevators at that thing. And everybody was so nice to us. I, I would have never guessed. I mean, let's come on. 
I did not deserve to be there. I agree. I actually no. said that. <laughs> when we're sitting with those three agents, I'm talking to another CA agent lady, and she was like, those three agents right there are like the most powerful people in all of sports. He and I just sh- He sure heard the way I was talking. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at her, and I was like, I shouldn't be here right now. And she's like, well, I really shouldn't be either. But eh. I, I didn't know that until after, by the way, what Foxy just told me. Yeah. So I wasn't told about the importance of the people I was talking to until after I talked to you them. You could tell, though. Uh, they were so like nice and casual, very casual, yeah. open. Like not a didn't have ties on. They had like open button downs. Had a sport coat. I mean, drinking. I think they were drinking beers. I think they were <laughs> think drinking so. beers. Isn't that better yeah, though? That like you like went into that situation like that instead of like thinking they're such bigger. One thousand percent. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, now I've been known to very much uh, act differently if you're a higher status. <laughs> than, uh, that is something. No, but it would have been in the back of my mind. Yeah. The one guy I did know, like the one guy I did yeah. know, is the guy. His name's uh, Nick Khan. Strictly because Joe Tessator tweeted a photo of me and him at uh, one of the WWE events. Not me. Joe Tessator did. And a, one guy who knows sports media was like, ooh, not often pictured. Nick Khan on the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the most powerful humans on earth, basically. And that's yeah. the only reason why I knew that. I didn't know who the other guys were until after when Foxy was like, that 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 lady just said like those are the most powerful humans in sports. Basically. Literally. I was like, oh, shit. Well, you know me. <laughs> I'm not an agent. <laughs> that guy is electric. He's man. awesome. I don't know why he isn't on microphones. I, I assume he's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. I assume he's doing but he was electric, like making me laugh very, very hard for being such a high up executive. I would have never guessed, but very thankful to everybody. I know you guys had some great weekends. How do, oh, hold on, Pat. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you have these two incredible days, and then you've got to sleep that night in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Wake up, fly to Hartford, have enough juice in your veins. Two and a half hour flight, by the way. Yeah. That was a lot longer than we thought it, it was. was. Have enough coast. juice to be able to carry this broadcast on Sunday night. Well, how did you add it up? I didn't carry shit. <laughs> I mean, if you watched it, it was not a great performance. But I mean, it was just, there was 100 people in the room. I couldn't talk to anybody. And at one point, I just gave up and just started watching. I just started watching the TV. I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch the TV here. I'm, I'm kind of interested, actually, what's going on. Uh, no, it was a good show. It was a good time. Those things are so simple, man. It's just you're just having a good time watching it, and you got incredible human beings that come in there and chat with I mean, it was really cool. I learned a lot about people, but it, I, I was tuckering out there. Yeah, <laughs> there was no food. There was no food at that the thing. So I was getting yelled at by everybody that would come in there from the <laughs> WWE about not having food. At least they could leave and go to catering. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. I was literally just sitting there for four hours, <laughs> starving. But it was a blast. It was really cool. Brock Lesnar came back, ruined everybody's dreams and hopes. I mean, it was awesome. Finn Balor tweeted me this morning, said he's good. Everybody's good. <laughs> I saw Baron Corbin before I went in to, um, to film a watch along. And he was walking. Um, he didn't look as fluid as he normally does. And I was like, well, man, you getting too fucking old? He's like, oh, just got done wrestling for 14 days in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I'm getting in a ladder match tonight. Yeah. That's why I'm walking like that. I'm going to go stretch, too. I was like, oh, I'm going to go sit in a room. <laughs> I'm going to sit in a room and walk. <laughs> no. Uh, Nick and I, yeah, we tied one on Friday yes. and Saturday. Not as many shots, probably. Well, we may have done. We might have done as many shots, but yeah. not bought for well, the a, entire bar. You got to remember, like I'm not drinking all those shots. Like right. so, no, I'm no, buying no. those now. Granted, though, sometimes you get stuck with them, Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, sometimes you get stuck with them, and you gotta go. 
I think we're we're on fire today, boys. Yeah, oh, I, I'd say so. We're on fire today. I'd say so. This is one of those ones where we start recording and literally no clue what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what memories were going to get brought up from this wedding and from this weekend, but the ones that were popping up, I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. Did I miss a couple little facts? Probably, but that doesn't matter because it was electric. Okay. I don't know if we've heard about Todd's Amish uh, <laughs> exhibition yet, but you're going to want to hear that. <laughs> Well, you're going to want to hear that. It's coming right up. It's almost time. And speaking of time, how's your watch? Oh. Mm. Hmm? Not great. You shouldn't have to choose between overpriced designer sunglasses and watches and cheap shades and watches that won't last you through the summer. True. Mm. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll never wear anything other than movement. Sunglasses and watches. Yes, you've heard us talk about the movement disrupting the watch industry, but now they're back at it with sunglasses. The watches are incredible. Styled minimalism. Not all the extra fabricated bullshit, just a nice, clean, impressive look that you're getting at a much cheaper price than any watch that would look like that elsewhere at a department Mm -hmm. store. Now they're sunglasses. Whoa. The Los Angeles-based accessories brand has hundreds of premium, affordable sunglasses styles to choose from. So whether you're into more timeless shapes like classic round sunnies or something that makes a statement like fun 90s skinny frames, they've got them all. Constructed with durable acetate and lightweight materials for that perfect, reliable fit, you don't have to choose between style and function to get both. That's what we've been talking about this whole time. Yes, it is. Style and function. Yes. Durable acetate and lightweight materials. Acetate. That's the tag team. For style and function. And with their free shipping and returns policy, you can try on as many styles as you want right from home. Jeezy, so nice. Love it. Movement sunglasses start at $60 and no pair prices over $95. So you're guaranteed to find a style you love with quality that doesn't break the bank. They've sold over 2.5 million products. More than 160 countries have shopped with them, and their collections are always expanding. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash McAfee. That's MVMT movement, MVMT.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E. 15% off today, free shipping, free returns. Go ahead and try out all the styles, the shapes of awesomeness to put on your face. (laughs) See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to MVMT.com slash McAfee. Join the movement. And now join the conversation we had earlier today. But you guys went back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, we went back to Pittsburgh. We went out Friday night, and then uh, Saturday we went to um, a golf outing for our coach who had passed away. And my highlight of the entire golf outing was uh, Nick almost killed my dad. What? Oh. Couldn't feel worse. Uh, about a year ago, maybe it was, almost a year, maybe Probably two. A year and a half, yeah. uh, coach Diggs was on a green and was hitting the head with a golf ball and had to be taken to the hospital. Uh, so here goes Nick. That's he's, like one in a billion. Yeah, he's feeling good. Okay, I'm feeling great. Uh, I've got the perfect blend of whiskey and vape juice and whatever else. It's I like was a 270 yard par four. It's drivable. Dip. I had everything going through my Ten. body. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Up the hill. They had the tees pushed up. Bro. So I went That's after That's like it. a nine iron. <laughs> but I hit that big hook, right? So uh, I was like, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm just going to drive this ball into the hillside. I was the last one of our group. We were playing with five guys. It was guys the end of the day, too. It was the second to last hole. Yeah. So I just went up there. I was like, I'm just going to kill this ball. I'm just going to put it right in the hillside. We'll get up there. We'll chip. I smacked <laughs> the shit out of it. 
And I was like, oh, it's going. Yeah, like, it's yeah. taking a flight Let's here. Go. So I was like, oh, we'll be all right. I, d- I didn't even look to where it actually ended up. I assumed it was either going to fly over the green or just hit the trees. So I put my, I would just start walking towards the cart. We're riding up the hill and I'm like, oh, they're looking down at us. They're pissed. Like that's, it, that's fucking on the I green. was on the T. I was on the 11 T. Oh, so that's right there. It was my group and then my dad's group and then Nick's group. So I was watching him tee off, and I yelled four on the green, and they didn't hear me. It was like two feet from hitting my dad. And oh I saw it was about like, six feet from the hole, too. <laughs> <my dad>. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a great shot. Landed on the green. He was it was 10 feet. It's kind of tough to Go be out. upset great. about almost killing a guy whenever you're fucking within yeah. 10 feet for eagle. For birdie, but yeah. eagle. But like, oh, they looked right. at me, like, and it was three little fucking Italian guys with Napoleon disease or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> complex. <laughs> yeah. Napoleon complex. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, it's Nick. I was like, it's Nick. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know what happened when he came up. He probably said something. I, I walked up and he was, he, I could just see the glare. I could see it in his eyes. The yeah. Fuck you doing? It was just one of those looks like when you were a kid and you disappointed you, you your old man. Like, you didn't fucking see us standing there? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't fucking yell? Huh? I was like, uh, I, I didn't think it was getting there. I'm so, so sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. Were they, were they impressed at all that you were within 10 feet? They were. Once they cooled down a little bit, like, that was a great shot. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> got a camera on. Bye and then the, the first thing that happened on Sunday morning when I woke up, walked downstairs, he goes, hey, make sure Nick knows I was just fucking with him yesterday. Everything's all oh, right. Oh, good. So you, you had a little, you thought yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was funny. I had, I giggled the the entire way down the next fairway because <laughs> Nick texted me. He's like, dude, I'm fucking done. He's like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> Potentially dead. Yeah, Damn. he was very worried. It was the same hole that he got hit on <laughs> oh, previously. Geez. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> so I was playing great all day after that confidence was shattered. I fell apart the last three holes. Did, no, did I mean, Coach Diggs give you a hey, take it easy? Eventually, <laughs> yeah. We, we met up at the bar afterwards and bought him a drink. Was he with and, this guy? No, thank God. I wish he was there. You might have been dead. <laughs> Nick might not have made it off the green. This one guy had a top hat on at the funeral when we went back. Top hat. This hilarious gangster suit, and he was doing this smile thing with his cheek to me every time, and like winking. And I was like, "Hey, Diggs, <laughs> I, I think I might have just got put on a fucking. <laughs> am I officially an Italian club, or am I gonna die? I don't know. This guy's the most Italian-looking human, and then you pair him next to little Coach Diggs, <laughs> like these two little fucking tag team Italians. They're oh, just ready dude. to kill and slaughter. We anybody. were in Snowshoe, West Virginia, one time, and they were fucking drinking all day, and they like, and this guy apparently gave him a look from across the bar. Oh, he was like yes. six seven, <laughs> and these like you, they could have stood on each other's shoulders and been the same fucking height. As <laughs> Legit, this they're like five three, five four, like five. I don't know how tall your dad is, but five five. Yeah, there it is. They're right down there with Coonan size, and they're fucking just like, ready to go to war. We go to back to Pittsburgh, and like the last time I went back was Christmas, and it was so uh, condensed that I didn't get to, get to go out with anyone. And like it was probably been like eight nine months since I've seen everyone and got to go out. So every time you go out now, it's just just schedule like the worst hangover of all time. And yes. then you and then you wake up and golf and start drinking again. You see like dudes you haven't seen in a long time. Great weekend though. Pittsburgh used to be a vacation for me. Like yeah. in the off season, I'd vacation in Pittsburgh, which. Uh, <laughs> It was a wild scene. He once took us out on a boat, and it was the... Girl, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a gambling boat. We weren't allowed in the water, though, because they pulled a dead body out of there two days beforehand. <laughs> and the rat that was floating when we walked up to get on the boat. Beaver, dude. Oh. Anyways, Pittsburgh's a good Vacation. Time. I, think, I think Pittsburgh deserves a little bit more credit for being a good time as it is. Same with uh, Atlanta, by the way. I'm learning that. Well, if you can avoid the, the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want some blow cane, bro? You want some snow cane, bro? They all have their own little, like, fucking lingo, lingo for each one of it. It was awesome. They love it, Donner. <laughs> I don't know how we shut down a dance floor. No, it wasn't at the wedding, though. <laughs> that is true. It was, it was strictly whenever we got to it was outside the one wedding. particular strip of bars that true. was just like. True. 
Guy's got shorts on. Like <laughs> <laughs> that guy likes to party. You need cocaine? Because <laughs> you know when you're on vacation and you're in another place, you get, yep. you get hit up because you're a white guy that's tall. Sure. So if you want, yeah. in New York, you even go to New York, it's like cocaine weed, cocaine weed, that kind of side. There it's just a bunch of southern white guys. Sign on my fucking face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want some of that? <laughs> Fucking bam, bam for that <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> it was a wild scene, dude. Like a little bit of a recovery day here at, on Monday at PMI. Yeah, I mean, we had a fucking week. We, we did the WWE watch along, Foxy mm-hmm. and I, until I was like 11.30 we got out of there. Yep. And then there's the whole city of Hartford shuts down. <laughs> Sunday night, the whole city of Hartford shuts down. There wasn't a Not single, a big city. Burger King was closed. Everything was closed. There's wow. zero food except for at uh, the hotel that we were staying at. Not the hotel we were booked at to stay at. <laughs> By the WWE is the hotel that Foxy led us to whenever we landed there. <laughs> just put in his own fucking direction to yeah. a whole other hotel that we didn't have a reservation at. Rough just, weekend, huh, Foxy? Yeah, similar names, the hotels. Uh, this oh, one, not even same named wrong hotels. Uh, similar du- name. A double Tree by Hilton uh, and then Hilton. So both yeah. called Hilton Head. One's at the airport, mm, one's the downtown. Beach. So, oh, yeah. I mean, 25, 30 minute separation. I will <laughs> say the one I picked, though, right across from the venue. Better. Right. <laughs> it was the one that made sense. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Well, Diggs. Until <laughs> you eat at that lobby until twelve thirty one, and then you have a seven a.m. flight, so you have to wake up at five a.m. to go there. It was a we've been coming off. It's been seventy two hours now. It's been seventy two hours of, of really getting after it, but it's better than um, somebody who didn't have power. Ooh. for seventy two hours. Is that how yeah. long it was? Yeah, sixty two hours. Oh my god, you went on fucking good ass time, boys. Let me tell you what. I didn't do shit this week. <laughs> Living like a fucking settler. <laughs> I literally just finally I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna load up every cooler I have with all the yingling that I have. <laughs> I get rid of all the ice before it melts, just loaded them down and set out and burned all the wood and drank all the yingling for, until they got you my about yourself when you don't have power. Oh I slept out there. I woke slept up. Outside. I got water fucked by all the dew the next morning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> soaked. Oh my God, this is a nightmare. Dude, the best is you were... Just like when people's planes are delayed or something like that, they start tweeting at the airlines. Oh, I love it. Todd was just tweeting at the power company that he uh, <laughs> pays every month, and he cut a promo on him. <laughs> he cut a promo in a selfie video saying that this is now a war of wills. <laughs> you said you weren't going to go inside until the power is on, and if they want you to live outside, they will continue to not give you power. Yep. And I... I forget what state I was in a bad state. I think when I watched that, and I, I had, I, I did like to put the phone down, and like actual start belly laughing. <laughs> Just the thought of some little fucking intern running that Twitter account that's like 15 years old. It's like, hey, Dad, I- <laughs> this guy. I was fucking in his zone, dude. I was harassing the fuck out of them every time they put out a tweet. We're down to 5,400 customers, and I'd be like, uh, your coverage map says. 8,972. <laughs> I just correct it every time. And then it was amazing because it kept going down these announcements till it gets down to the last 1,100 and we're still in that group. I'm Yikes. like, I just fucked us. So we're going to be the very last hey, people because I've been trying to go to war with them. That's like NFL training camp, man. You got to make through the cuts. Uh, you just got to wait it out. How was that when you found out, hey, it's on? What was it? You saw all the lights kick on? I, I, I woke up in the morning. <laughs> 
and it was on. I oh. didn't even get to enjoy no, that no, moment. Because no. <laughs> I woke up like two different times, and I tweeted, I think I tweeted them again something at like 3.30 or 4 in the morning. Still don't have power. Outside? You were sleeping outside yeah. at this point? And then I just fall back asleep, and I wake up. And I could see shits on because I all the light switches were on. You it was know? hot this So like when too, it comes huh? on, I want to know. Oh, no air. No AC. Oh, oh, man. Man. It was rough because it was like mid eighties, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> stunk. Fucking you know because all I got is cold shower. Fucking oh. nothing. And then Jesus, so, I didn't even think about that water not heating. Yeah, pa- power's back. Right Sunday, I'm like, all right, good day. I get cleaned up. All right, we're feeling better. Da 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 da. Go through our day. Get a little energy in me. We planted some plants. I had a little brunchy brunch. Had a, had a good fucking day. Game of Thrones finale's coming on. Oh, I get 10 minutes. I'm going there and oh, turn it on. Jesus. I'm like, go ahead and go to bed morning. I'm going to finish off this day just right. Watch a little Game of Thrones finale. Bing. No fucking cable. Oh. <laughs> it just says boot on the front of it. It's all and it's welcome on my screen in three different languages. No matter what I do, I'm power. Fucking power tech. Yeah, unplugging. Everything. Oh, I'm calling the company and I'm like, I got fucking seven minutes before the finale. You got to fix it. And they're like, I'm sorry. Nothing we're doing is working. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I was without power for five oh, days. Now my, my box fucked. Me and Foxy are hoity-toity around in Atlanta. Fucking <laughs> 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 Dodge is living like Bear grills in the backyard. Born in militia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was about ready to start my own fucking battle. Todd, I was going to be my own army. Oh my I would God. like people to know that I told Todd he could come live in the office. <laughs> we had power here, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I told him he could come live here. It was a true war of wills. And I think you won, by the way. Well, and then it became a slave to the fucking generator. Oh. Once we finally got a generator, because it would run out every four hours of gas. So I was like, why can't he? I was like, can't even go get a fucking hotel or something because all the, my shit's going to rot mm. in the fridges. <laughs> fucking night. And, and I let Marty pick out the generator, somehow finds the loudest generator ever made. It's the worst, loudest generator. So you got no power oh. judging a generator. Yeah, my neighbors are just looking out the window like, <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, that is a tumultuous situation for a relationship. Yeah. Look at you guys. Uh, you did survive. Yeah, we didn't kill each other somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so this is how bad it gets between. Like, there was tension, right? Because all the oh, shit of the generator. You, that's what you just she, said yeah. about the generator. Yeah. That was and she's like, you can't put it. It says don't put it close to the house. I'm like, it weighs fucking 100 pounds. I'm not moving it every time you want me to move it. <laughs> So finally, you know, I find these bird nests. We have two bird nests. And one, I thought, that one's been there for a long time. I'll just tear that one down, you know, whatever. And I grab it, and I go, oh, bird in there, bird in there, fresh bird. That's like an hour, just born an hour ago. It hatched or whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'll put it up there. And she's freaking out. You touch a nest. Now the fucking, the mom is not going to come back. The mom's not, I'm like, that's an old wives' tale. It's not true or whatever. And then I'm, I'm like, well, I'm going to fucking, Insta- I got an Instagram video of this. So I'm going to take the picture. She's yelling from out there. If you, that bird's never going to come back if you don't Quit fucking with that nest. I was like, you need to shut your dirty whore mouth. And I'm like, why don't I just call her a whore? I didn't even even mean that. I didn't mean you were a whore. I'm just really tense right now. But I do got to go get this video. Hey. Hey. <laughs> the fucking squirrel video. <laughs> oh my <awesome>. god! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tarzan Todd. Oh my god! That was incredible. Good for you, man. <laughs> so somehow, 
You should feel a lot worse than me and Foxy, but Foxy <laughs> yeah. and I chose to do this to ourselves. Yeah. It's hundred percent our you fault. You guys on put us. on a show. Though. I think we did. Jeez. I wish I would have done the wedding. By the way, that, well, that, that's the only way the story gets better. All the groomsmen, all the groomsmen were coming up to me Dude. during the during the reception. They were like, "We were pushing so hard. <laughs> you have no idea how close you were. We were, we had, we were like five minutes away, I think, from really having you do it because they were trying to mend the the peace between the the two leaders of the state. Mm-hmm. And as they continued beefing, all the boys, I guess, were like, "Just fuck it, let McAfee. <laughs> hey, just let fucking McAfee do it. Are, are we?" Could you imagine everyone in the hotel, the staff, or the guy with the shorts is doing the wedding? I practiced at the bar uh, as soon as I got the uh, picture of the certificate. I was like, uh, dearly beloved. (laughs) It was so funny. And all the groomsmen were like, yes. He can do this. We need that. And uh, Klein, the other agent of mine, he was going to be up there next to me mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that we satisfied the Jewish portion. Mm, right. Uh, he was going to he was going to tell me things to say during the Jewish stuff. Hilarious. Yeah, it would have been that I didn't I didn't think that wedding could have got any better. I think the only way it could have got better is if I was doing the wedding. Exactly. And that's strictly for myself. I don't know how they would. Have <laughs> I, I don't know how they would. Have, that would have been for me. That would have been a good time. It would have been a show. Uh, they should have done that. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of planning. No, for next one. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no. no. <laughs> Somebody in that group yeah, is married. Yeah, yeah. For the Somebody next in that group yeah. is. Uh, Gorms, Pardsy here. Yeah, was, uh, Chopper. Listen, we were with a couple bi- uh, billionaires potentially. Mm-hmm. Gorman was just like literally sitting right next to one for uh, the weekend. Got a chance to meet the who was all in Chopper Bopper. Am I correct? Not bad. Not a bad weekend. Yeah, well, you yeah. just hanging out with uh, Jim Mersey again. A little bit of the who, little Jim Mersey, little. I got a fun one though for you. Yep, let's hear it. So he says, hey, be over at the house, you know, 4.30-ish, 5-ish, you know, come on up. We'll have some food and stuff ready to go. And in Jim's, you know, entertaining way, he says, brother, don't worry about transportation. I got that covered tonight. And I'm thinking, okay, good. We're going to take a couple runner vans out there. He owns the great runner yeah, vans yeah. that he gets around town in. Tour bus. Because, uh, by the way, for those that don't know, the concert venue is like 45 minutes away from Every human that lives in Indianapolis, right, no right. matter where you yes. live, it is and at least- And it's a two-lane entrance. Yeah, so, and it's you know. yeah single-file yeah. highway in there. You're, it's going to be traffic. So I'm thinking, okay, the big man's going to- He does it right. He's, he's, had, he's had that police escort out there before. Tour bus, possibly. Everybody just kind of moves over, and they let him in. And they've been, you know. So I'm thinking, okay, we get in the runner van. We go outside, we get into the, the, the vans. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. We're going to meet the police escort. We stop two and a half miles later- and we're at the the helipad, and I'm looking at I'm looking at the biggest whirly bird I've ever seen in my life. He's like, brother, let's go. We're gonna beat this traffic. <laughs> you think? And I'm going. I say so. The, the pilots are, and I'm like, dude, it cannot be more than a four minute trip. He's like, well, actually, five. <laughs> so five minutes from Carmel to Noblesville. Hop in the bird, go land in the field. There's two two vans, regular vans, waiting for in us in the field. In the field, there's two vans out there. Walk about sixty feet, get in the van. Okay, here's the tickets. Here's the things. Everything. Boo boo. Here we go. Security, another you know, four hundred yards away. Opening the door, whisk them right in. And I'm shocked because and you meet the who. Jim had met him earlier, so here's what I had found out. He had taken the Whirly Bird with Mike Wanchik, who was also with us. Mike Wanchik's the band leader for John Mellencamp, has been there for his whole career. So this guy's been around Mellencamp the whole time. And they had a chance to go out and talk with Pete Townsend, and Jim just him, him and Jim went out there at about 2 o'clock, took the bird out there, and just <laughs> sat with Townsend. 
Just set the whole. The now, whole, didn't, uh, now, didn't there was an actual law made because of this Whirly Bird? Because yeah. it said Whirly Bird. Yeah. Because you guys had to drive in those vans. That. Well, he used to land it at his property. In his backyard. Yeah, in, his backyard. <laughs> in the middle of yeah, Which was enough room because he got a big backyard. And the neighbors are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what in the hell is going on at 1 in the morning? You know, like. So, yeah, so they said no more. So he had to, he built another helipad, which is about two and a half miles. <laughs> so we get into that. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm thinking, okay, there's, one, there's about five people there. And two security guards with Jim. So I'm thinking. Well, he's going to go up on stage. I'm not asking questions. You know, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm not. You're there not, for the ride. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, they're going to whisk him up. And he's like, Jim's like, no, I'm seeing this up close. He's in row two, right on the end. He's got two seats over there. And the rest of us were probably eight seats away in the row and back of him. He's row one, we're row two. So he's sitting right in there, walking through the crowd and everything. Now he's doubled up with security and everything. And I was just Anybody like, stop and say what's up? Everybody, yeah. He's the fucking man, everybody. dude. Yeah, everybody. Hey, dude, that's like so cool. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's got the hundos out and stuff. You know, take well, care he's not of a no-no. He's a good time. <laughs> it was great, man. I'm I'm sitting there watching, you know, from 15 feet away, watching the Who up there, and he's having a great old time. And he's like, all of a sudden, man, we're seeing the whole show. I mean, the whole show. It's a couple hours in, and and we're over here on this side. We're looking over at him because he's not going to go when the rest of when no, the show yeah, lets yeah. Can't out. Can't do that. So he's got to know exactly. So he had already worked it out with Townsend when he went and talked to him <laughs> earlier of what wow. the second to last song is. <laughs> you need a set list. Yeah, brother, yeah. we need a set list. We, we won't gonna... get fooled again. Let's go. <laughs> So he's rolling out there, man. Everybody's giving him, you know, everything as he's going on by, and we're whisked away. The security guard back to the van, back to the field. Home in five minutes. Home in five minutes. Looking it's at unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, beat traffic out. I mean, it's the only. I was fortunate. Get, don't get me wrong, I'm fortunate. But literally, the stupidest, the stupidest way, the, the greatest way, but also the stupidest way to see a concert is literally. It took us ten minutes from his house till we were sitting. Basically, it was like wow. within ten to twelve it, minutes. It man. doesn't get said enough. No. Jim Irsay is the fucking man. <laughs> hey, Jim Irsay is the fucking. Could you imagine sitting in that traffic, looking down as we're? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, Jim. Every concert I've been out to, I'm a few with you. Yeah, oh, I can. Whoa, <laughs> that doesn't move. No, brother, fuck that. <laughs> Jim Irsay's the best. Oh, it was great. Big, I, big spread of food. I went and saw the stuff that he had downstairs. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Hold on, because he just recently. Broke news. This is the only time Jim. Anytime Jim Mercy does something that's uh, not expected of a billionaire or not expected of a person, is the only time he makes news, right? So none of these legendary stories get told about him, except for when he does something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And he bought a seven hundred and seventy thousand dollar <laughs> piano. Very ridiculous. What a deal, though. I'm sorry. I'm not being funny. That literally is a steal for that piano. I mean, what it, piano is it? Well, it's the Lennon, John Lennon's piano. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, and he wrote a handful of songs. But yeah, he wrote the engraving a, on there was awesome. Yeah, he wrote a day in the life on that, which was one of the big. Uh, woke up, got out of bed, dragged a comb across my. Mm, mm, yeah, we know. Mm, I, you know, that. I don't. All right, well, you would have played, <laughs> but so he got that, and it was his baby, man. It was sitting in there, and I said, "Hey, give me the code. Let's go. Give me." I go, "What's the code? Is the code change? I knew the code from before. Codes change, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try this. So I'm down there pushing buttons. It's not opening because there's a door. And, <laughs> It's not opening. We'll try the pound before, maybe. <laughs> it's not opening. Try it after. It's not opening. Oh, so we go back and forth up there. Finally, I sprint back upstairs, go down, and there it is. It's like, what? It's right. 
in the memorabilia room. I took a bunch of pictures, but the best thing about it was... He has a museum down there, huh? He has two rooms down there that have memorabilia, and the, the complex on 56th Street here in Indy, the, the football office, he's got a ton of stuff even there, and mostly football, but uh, the musical stuff uh, is scattered about, but he's got two of these rooms. One of them's done, I'll say. It's small, but the other one's getting done, you know? Piano's awesome, though. Piano's so beautiful to look at and everything, and he's got his selected guitars up there, and I told you about a guy named Mike Wanchek, who I was there yep. with, and to see his face, and if all you gearheads out there understand what a fifty nine, a fifty nine Fender Strat is, like, is there? I don't know if we have a single gearhead. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well, I'm thinking like gear. I, I'm no, not. But like, what I'm saying is, I just don't know if we have that. Like, I don't know if this is going to be appreciated enough. What do you mean? Because I don't even know what a gearhead is. Well, a gearhead, <laughs> in, in music terms, if you're a car guy, you're a gearhead. But if, in music terms, a guy who likes gear, a guy who likes amps, a guy who likes okay. everything, guitars, a guy who likes... Oh. Okay, sorry about I that. I think that's why gears are No, no, frontman, gearhead. Okay, yeah. So anyway, he sees this 59 Strat, and he's like, to see his eyes, I, I'm telling you, it was unbelievable to see this guy who's played music his whole life. And to see a 59 Strat, there were so few made, and Jim has one of them. It's well over a million dollars. Jim feels as if he's doing um, the music world, by the way, not a favor, but he feels like he's he owes it to the music world, right? To kind of keep all this uh, oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. Bro, he's putting <clears throat> stuff out on tour all over the place, under the radar, Nobody nobody's talked about. Like they... The guitar from Jerry Garcia, which was one point whatever 10, 12 years ago, one point two billion, one point two million at that time. He's put it on a tour. He's given it to San Francisco to say, "Hey, go look at this piece of musical history. This is what you guys want." He loves so the music. Cool. Yeah. So same <laughs> thing with awesome. the, the Kerouac scroll that he bought for one point five or everything. you know the people and there's all over the world that want to see that puts it out on tour. I mean, it was just in Rome last uh, summer, you know, on out on tour. But yeah, he calls himself a gatekeeper of this stuff. So it was really Love great that. watching him. So proud Love with that. that piano and watching Mike Wanchek's eyes light up when he sees his 59 strat. He's yeah, like, the gearheads get hard. Oh, <laughs> no, it was crazy. You know, and you know, enough food to choke a horse. You walk in, oh. it's funny. You, McDonald's, you want it? KFC, you want it? Chick fil A, you want it? Burger King. Oh. oh, by the way, great Italian spread over here, homemade here. Anything you want, you know, it's like Hartford. There wasn't a single <laughs> restaurant open. Oh. Ursay's got 45 of them. <laughs> oh, it's great. It was great. It was just, he did it right. And, you know, he, it was just fun to see uh, him with the Who, you know, watching like w while they're up there doing it because he's that like, like a fan, yeah, yeah. When he was ten years old, like he was like, man, I was buying Who albums and thinking like, man, one day, you know, I'd like to, you know, see these guys. Now he's seeing Roger Daltrey having having tea with Townsend for an hour, and you know, before. What's his gig. favorite meal? Like, what's he really get off? What did Ursa like, go to there? Yeah. Did he go to Chick Fil A? S same thing, everything. Yeah, he did have a little Chick Fil A. Yeah. Oh, shout out Chick Fil A. Yeah, this is. When he goes to a restaurant, there's always three to four entrees ordered just by him. Yeah, really? we gotta try it. Got to try it. Got a steak here. Got a fish there. Got some crab there. We got to love know. that move, yeah. dude. He's so the he's best. Just, so it's all around. Everybody help yourself, but we're gonna try everything. <laughs> I'll take a love that <laughs> one of everything. Big <laughs> a la carte guy. Yeah. I'm a huge Jim Mercy fan. Does he yeah. play instruments himself? Oh, oh yeah, dude. He was supposed oh. to play at the Super Bowl after party. He can pick that fiddle. He was supposed to play the one that we yeah. we lost. Yeah. He the entertainment was going to be brought to zero you chance. <laughs> he was getting up there and playing after that loss. Is no, it, yeah, no, and yeah, he didn't. There was no performance. After the loss, but there was supposed to be one uh, special guest performance by Jim Mercer, oh. and I, I was, I was elated. <laughs> He's an electric individual, 
Yeah. Good he's for him. At his daughter's weddings, he's plugged in with friends that have been there and played, you know, played galore while while the dance floor's going on. I think he that. played at a, a birthday party he was at that I was asked to go to. <laughs> <laughs> he was at a birthday party, uh, somebody he knew, and I was asked by his assistant day of that was like, is there any way you can be a blah, blah, blah at 7 o'clock tonight? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. Um <clears throat> is there any way <laughs> that you could be at blah, 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 seven o'clock tonight? I was like, I honestly don't think so. Okay. Uh, Mr. Ursay was wondering if there is any <laughs> way. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I could be there for sure. <laughs> I know how this goes. And I get there and he's just having a good old time. And then he fucking plugged in the guitar and started playing. And I was like, he can play. This really dude is electric. Huh? Yeah. yeah, he is. Nice. He's an awesome guy. Shout out to you, though, getting to live an incredible experience. How about there. that? That was yeah. a great night, yeah. We were on a plane uh, yesterday for two and a half hours. I almost died in there. It was tough. It was tough. Anyway, we did it today. Atlanta, Hartford, and then back Hartford to Atlanta to get to Indianapolis. <laughs> Kurt Angle went from Hartford to Atlanta to Pittsburgh. That's oh, a lot man. worse. Yeah. I watched him do it right in front of me, right there in front of me. And Booker T, and I was like, oh, my God. That's tough stuff. Hartford, Connecticut, by the way. Oh, don't get me started. You like the city or not? <laughs> Dump. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pat. I, I mean, I know you got fans out there and stuff, bro, but I've been there a, a handful of times in the last 25 years, and I've got not much. What's to it known for? Like all the, the whalers. All the big whalers. whalers yeah. no. Neil Gorms. I love this. All the big insurance companies are out there, right? Oh, no. There's not a lot. I went out there for a training for work once. There's yeah. nothing there. There is a millennial uh, festival, though. Yeah. Street art festival that mm-hmm. happens every single uh, Sunday. Oh, nice. Uh, it's just a bunch of millennials standing on like a thing, uh, spray painting shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's okay, here we go. Time. With some music. Yeah. It's good art. They had Nipsey Hustle. They had a big Nipsey Hustle. Oh. And they were adding to it on this other wall over here. But there there wasn't much in heart. There was a cool street, though. I think if, <laughs> if anything was to be open, though, I think it could have been a good time. That's right. what I'm saying. I think there was one particular street we walked down that was all bricks. Everything was closed. It was they a shut it down early. It huh? was a ghost town. It was literally a ghost town, which makes no sense. The arena, which is in the middle of the town, Dude. is letting out a lot of people that have just been sitting there for four hours. Yep. Makes business wise. Doesn't make much sense. Neither here nor there. We walked through, though. It looked like there was that one street that could be good. They had lights hanging from the top. A lot of potential. A lot of potential. So it was cool. I, I don't want to judge it too much. Gorman did. Well, <laughs> I haven't been there in a few years, Pat. So, <laughs> Does he have a backpedal? <laughs> I just got beat. You're just playing both sides of the fence. Um, it was tough, though, dude. We walked around that whole fucking city. Not a single thing was over. Dude, there. and other people were, too. There was a hookah bar, though, that we almost went into. Yeah. I didn't know if they had food or not. Doubtful. I doubt it. Yeah. No way they had food. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been to a hookah bar. They're, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Uh, Why? Why is everybody judging like you? I mean, what are you, 12? What do they do? I don't know what you do. You just smoke hookah. Smoke yeah, hookah. They usually they have tobacco. What? Tobacco in the hookah. Yeah. Like those hookah things? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of those? Yeah. It's a young, like, hippie-like kids that are old enough to go to a bar. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. And then do you eat there? Because yeah, if you right. eat there, Bull, they should have went. A lot of them <laughs> don't serve food. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. The last hookah bar I went to had that. Red Bull and muffins? Yeah. I would have loved it. <laughs> Red Bull and a Oh, did you hear about Z's Chicago trip? No, what happened? Uh, I went back to Chicago uh, for a Twitch event, and I went to the wrong location. Um, <laughs> it was in a different <laughs> It was in a different city. So how's that even happen? Uh, yeah, so um, I take an Uber ride from uh, my parents' house to downtown Chicago. There's two locations for this place. Surprised you didn't take the helicopter. Didn't you buy tickets? <laughs> Hilarious. Did you- Good callback, Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick. 
Hey, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I was told by like five, six different people uh, when I was talking at the Jewish wedding, like, mm-hmm. oh, good callback. <laughs> <laughs> like they were referring to things that were happening through the day and then they were noticing it was happening and uh, like complimenting me on it. It's like almost like Kuna was like, yo, dude, like when you talk to Pat, like he's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to last week. Yeah. When you chose <laughs> not to go to Pittsburgh with Wasn't Nick. invited. That is up for massive controversy. Hmm. That is a huge controversy. I'm willing to take this trial. It's a blatant lie. It's you're, what you do every time. You were invited by me, I think, and I didn't even go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't invite you, though. So if you, could, you, you could claim that if you wanted to, but yeah. I clearly invited you. I would right. want a wholesome invite if that would be the... What does that even mean? It was oh. a wholesome... Nick's not a wholesome guy? Well, wow. No, it's about as wholesome half, as I get. It a half invite. Oh, because I would have been in, the, in his car. So you're saying whole as in the whole group. Oh. Yes, exactly. Uh, wholesome, though, I don't think is. Well, it been a foursome. Got it. Wholesome. Because it's golf. Threesome. It, yes. You really wanted to. Now we're talking. Yeah. But you clearly said no to Nick. You said, I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. I have a big Twitch event in Chicago. Yep. And I was like, are oh, we in that. it? Are we being? That you, you said, no, I got tickets for it. Yeah. Right? Is that not the case? Yeah. So basically, have we not given Twitch enough fucking money? No, no. It was a free free event. Okay. They gave us tickets. Okay. And so it's at Twitch Chicago, and there's two locations. There's one in Skokie, Illinois. That's up north. Skokie. And then there's one in Chicago. Like there's these like a, not a bar, but like a gaming center thing. So I was like, oh, it has to be the one in Chicago. Why would they call it Twitch Chicago? Mm, if Skokie, wouldn't it? It would be Twitch Skokie. But it wasn't. It was Skokie. <laughs> How far of a trip is that? So, like, from, like, my parents' house was, like, 30 minutes to go to Chicago, but it would have been another hour and, like, some change to go up oh, to Skokie. And God. I was like, already downtown. And, and Wrigleyville. Yeah, let me just go down there and <laughs> take some more friends. Take some oh, hacks. that's convenient. <laughs> oh, yeah, isn't that interesting? I thought we were going to grow the Twitch. Instead, we're taking hacks at the fucking batter's box. <laughs> in Wrigleyville. It would have been a great, uh, they have another event actually downtown Chicago in December, so I'll be going to that. Hopefully. How do we, what is it though? Like, are, it's basically like, um, meet and greet. the content creators, they call each other and they like all say hi to each other. There's viewers. You're there. one of those. I guess so. Just, okay. So you're not a viewer though. You'd be considered one of the Twitch content, people. Yeah. What Twitch I'm saying, Twitch what influencer. Well, yeah. What, there we go. What I'm saying is <laughs> yeah. that can't be happening. Like I, if you're not being treated with respect up there, you log in. 20 hours a week onto their thing. More I feel like you sometimes. should get a little bit more respect. They, they should have told me the right. They That's actually, what I'm saying. They, they actually sent the ticket. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the venue so. was not on it, the ticket. It was, it was in bold. It was like, yeah. not Chicago location. Spooky. Oh, it said that? In bold. Because yeah. on the reservation in our itinerary <laughs> for the hotel that we're staying at, Marshfield, <laughs> right below the name, it had the address right there. Easy and facts. Foxy sitting shotgun. I should have, you know, we've been around the world. And I, 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 I always do it. Where are we going? Yeah. And Foxy's very good at this. <laughs> very good at this. This particular time, though, the address was literally emboldened yeah. right below it saying, here we are. And he got it wrong. The pub. The pub this is, a is having a problem with the small things. It's the small it things. The mice, the directions, <laughs> the asbestos. That's why, we're, that's why we're big Blink-182 guys. Right. <laughs> All the yeah, small yeah, we, we know. <laughs> no, but so I just did I Siri. I was like, Siri, take me to, uh, I think it was Ignite. Is that a bar? It's like the place they, they had the event at, and it was like two two spots to choose, and I was like, it has to be this yeah, one. Yeah, you went to the wrong one. Uh, so you had a great weekend in Chicago, then? Yeah, it was fun. That's all that matters. 
I missed out on a big opportunity, but December's coming around the corner. <laughs> and it is right around the corner. <laughs> he ro- you see how he rolled his eyes? A big opportunity. <laughs> Get more than 20 people watching the stream. Little by little. By the way, Zeno is electric on this Twitch stream. Okay, you, you can't hear half the conversation that's happening. You can only hear Zito's side of the conversation, but he is an electric individual, and he logs so many hours into these video games oh, yeah. on our Twitch stream. So many, he's on there all the time, and there's only 16 people that watch him every night. And I think more that should grow. I think that should grow. It's a loyal 16. Though. It's Very a group loyal. chat. Yeah. They're in a group chat. Mm-hmm. They have, and they know when it's happening. We're going on four hours tonight. We're hanging out with Zito and the boys, oh, yeah. and it's 16 of them. But as a person that was presented this uh, Twitch thing as a business plan, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a business plan by Zito, uh, strictly Zito yeah. and Boston Connor, mm. uh, as a business plan, that's kind of an interesting thing to go up there and see every night. That's just you and your friends playing video games. You know well, I mean? it's more of a friend. We're, we're a family in there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> boy. boy. You are. I think more people should be watching you, though. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. Thank you. No, I do. I honestly believe that you're an electric Or just figure. subscribe. Like, I don't watch, but I subscribe for them. That means Same. a lot. That might be a lot of people. I, I don't know. I haven't looked into the numbers. It was just, uh, what's it, what do we call it? Immaterial. Immaterial. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, twi- immaterial. Twitch.tv backslash the Pat McAfee show. Are we sure it's not a forward slash? Uh, it's a slash. It's a, yeah, forward. They'll figure it out. Leans forward, right? I think it does. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Z, I would like to let you know the RV was definitely mentioned on the watch along. Yeah, Sonia oh. Deville. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that. I heard that. Sonia did? Yeah, she said that uh, she it was, was embarrassing. No, she <laughs> said she it was embarrassing to who? To, well, to me first. And then I let, it, I let her know that it was not me. It was a guy named Zito. And she said, well, it's embarrassing for him and for you. So, <laughs> I was like, for me, I wasn't even on the thing. <laughs> I, was, I was on a bus with you. <laughs> Excuse me, Sonia. She slapped me, though, too. Sonia slapped me in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of her anymore i by the way she made me laugh a couple times so i'm a fan again she carried another woman (laughs) (laughs) and we're back she carried a woman up a ladder like she was a firefighter during the money in the bank match she carried uh mandy up there she's a pretty i think she's like a really cool like she slapped me in the face obviously but (laughs) i don't like that i mean that's yeah it's something we could change i like that i like that the rv is just gonna follow you around the wwe It was mentioned, yeah, live on the thing, and then off camera, it was like, uh, it got destroyed. <laughs> Somebody in the back. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, yeah. I'll never be forgetting. Ty, did you go to Iowa? No, I didn't. Stayed. Uh, stayed. Got your haircut, though. I did get my haircut. Looks good haircut. Yes. Looks good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, sometimes you just can't take chances in the office, and you got to you gotta go somewhere where you know it's going to get done the way you <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've been very oh, vocal about that from the get go. You have been, yeah. So you know they're not they're not hearing anything they don't know already. True. Uh, you look good. The hair looks good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. No. Uh, this weekend uh, held down the uh, the roots here. I think. I mean, outside of Todd, you know, <laughs> who is mo- very much mm-hmm. holding down the roots. Yeah, exactly. You came over to my house, man. Well, <laughs> so by the fire, you know, I considered it, but I had power. So. <laughs> hey, good call, man. Yep. I uh, went to John Wick on Saturday. That was really all I wanted to do all weekend. You loved it. Oh, I think that was the most fun I've had in a movie theater. Theater in probably like 10 years. I heard years. it was amazing. Every, what is that, like a 96% or something? Not that the, those tomatoes matter, but no. that doesn't happen. If you know what, if you're, if you know what to expect going in and you're just, I mean, you're just shutting your brain off and just enjoying it for like two hours and 10 minutes, it's fucking perfect. Keanu Reeves kills like 175 dudes. <laughs> so many headshots. There's like uh. these big like set pieces with like knives and axes and shit. 
it was just fucking incredible. I did I did tell Diggs though, like it's the first time that I've ever in a theater. I like when I sat down, I had like plot my escape because I was like, you know, who knows what kind of people are going to be come watching John Wick. Oh. <laughs> you see a guy come in with a backpack, and I was like, all right, I got everything yeah. in my pockets ready to go. I need to be go- gone at a moment's notice. That that was crazy. I have never done that before in a movie. Sure. It changes everything too. It does. Knowing that it's really him doing all that shit. Oh yeah. I could watch the behind the scenes shit on the stunt court. Allie Berry does it too. Yeah, watch to see her. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Don't she even get me started on Halle Berry. The scene in Monster. Oh, she my God. Fucking on the floor with Billy Bob. <laughs> when she's naked? Favorite sex scene yeah. ever. Yeah, it's a good one. Except when she starts crying. Then I'm like, I used oh. to do a good impersonation of it, but yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the exact words. Is it fuck me? Is that what it is? I don't know. Make me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Awesome. It's always in that list of top Make 10 sex good. scenes, but it's like it is one of the best ones, and then it's also like the saddest. One. <laughs> so you're like, oh. what? He's not wrong, he's, yeah. he's describing it perfectly. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I have no idea about that. <laughs> we'll just check it, it was out. Something for you to look yeah. forward to. It's eye opening, beautiful, yet tragic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a lot of that. I respect you probably it. can find just the YouTube clip on it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's always yeah, yeah. in the top 10 whenever it shows, you know, all kinds yeah, of Yeah, but don't go on YouTube, the then 10. you can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not being able to see anything, I'm uh, happy you did that. Thank you. By the way, somebody in here had to go watch that movie. Everybody was talking about it. Yep. Keanu was everywhere. I'm mm-hmm. happy somebody in here did. It lives up to the billing. Yeah, thousand percent. That's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program for a reading from Zito. Thank you, Pat. Hiring isn't easy. As putting an ad on the paper or post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Reset. Yeah. Reset. Sorry. It's all right. It's- Thanks, Doc. Hey, Sometimes yeah. you just got to kind of reset yourself, yeah. regather yeah. yourself, reimagine yourself, and then you reread that song, bitch. Blow on the cartridge. Yeah. Shake it out. Call back. To before we went on the air. <laughs> <That's awkward. laughs> Hiring isn't. <laughs> Hiring isn't as easy as putting an ad in the paper or, or post- saying that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Zito. God. Don't let him that's do that. That's on me. That's I on me. Literally was on a roll. I know. That's <laughs> Come on. Sorry, my bad. Jesus Christ. Hiring isn't as easy as putting an ad in the paper or posting on a job board with more qualified candidates than ever. You need something that helps you find the right people for your business, and LinkedIn Jobs does that for you. Oh. With more than five million active members. People come to LinkedIn every day to make connections, grow their careers, and discover new job opportunities. Wow. That's crazy. Look at that opportunity. Oh, yeah. And 90% of LinkedIn users are now open to new opportunities. Oh, math joke. But not act, not actively scanning job boards. This means LinkedIn jobs give you access to any entire an entire different demographic than anywhere else. LinkedIn jobs uses knowledge of both hard and soft skills to oh. match you with the people who fit your role the best. You've been oh, telling nice. us about these yeah. hard and soft skills. I tell skills. all you guys about this all time. What yeah. happened there? With the word all there? Something what happened. What do you mean? Yeah, something just all the time. Yeah. It just sounded like you, you in the middle of the word, yeah. decided to use an accent. Is that was that not the case? Or no, I always say all the time like that. A U H L L. I think. It's a lot of criticism, guys. It's like you were choking on something. I can confirm I was not choking. 
don't listen to all the hate, bro. I know. Things like collaboration, <laughs> work ethic, and adaptability. What was that? Adaptability. I fixed it. Are all taken into consideration, so LinkedIn Jobs can help you find someone that's not only qualified, but only matches with your company's culture. LinkedIn Jobs, get your job. LinkedIn Jobs, get your job in front of the most relevant qualified candidates so you can focus on making a hire you're excited about. Yes. Mm. All right. I'm going to call to action here. Oh. Do, it. do it. Do it, man. Do it. Take this landing. Hey, hey, do it. Post a job today. Land the plane, Z. <laughs> Land the plane. Post a job today at LinkedIn.com slash McAfee and get $50 off your first job post. Nice. That's LinkedIn.com slash McAfee. Terms and condition may apply. And that is LinkedIn.com slash McAfee. There you go, Zito. There you go. You sign off on that one? <sighs> you, you, you never fail to impress <laughs> with your reading ability. Adapted. Oh, fuck. Adapted. The all. I came out of nowhere. What do you mean? <laughs> that's always been saying. I, I think that's a nine out of ten right there. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think you crushed it, man. I think LinkedIn's gonna really love it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you actually read these after, and they never hear these? Uh, no. Well, they, <laughs> what's that? No, we. Oh, you mean like after everybody leaves? Yeah. No, no. I, I really roll the dice with some stuff. <laughs> I really roll the dice because I think LinkedIn's going to be like, hey, why, what if we put up a post for you for a fucking ad reader? Uh, is there anyway? You just gave me nine out of ten. Well, it's not me. This is LinkedIn. Oh, okay. Make not sure. me. Because LinkedIn is the place to find the greatest job mm-hmm. candidates. Exactly. Your business will only fly as far as the weakest bird will flap. Make sure you don't get any weak birds in your flock. No, no. Well said. Well said. Can't have them. Call. Why are you guys looking at me? They scored you a weak bird. I didn't look at them. I didn't either. Nobody looked at you. You're a blind bird. I think Zeet's a strong bird. Yeah, you're you're also a blind bird because nobody looked at you. Yeah. I'm like the bird in in your house. Yes. You're a self conscious bird. (laughs) Call back. It's a land dwelling bird. You're an ostrich. Yeah. That's what I see. Yeah, not one that flies. Yeah, not a bird one that flies. That, oh, you're like, like a yard bird. No, like a pig one. Like a turkey. Yeah. A, a turkey. One. You're a turkey. Can I be a pig Yeah, one? like a turkey. You're, yeah, you penguin. You are. Shape. You're oh, our penguin. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We got a good bird. Emperor. Oh, yeah. Everyone likes the penguin. Best bird. Yeah. I, I do. Sure. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Probably behind the eagle. Well, yeah. Eagle, yeah, penguin. Yeah, of course. Turkey? Back to the show. Sunday night, something happened. Um, while I was watching along and people were watching me watch along something, <laughs> there was a series finale yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. And before we get into what actually happened, I would like to talk about the masterpiece that two guys in this office put together that we tweeted out that is probably going to suspend me from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> got so worried when I saw that. It's prob- just yeah. suspended people probably going to suspend me from Twitter because of this video, but it was so incredibly well done we had to run with it. And and by the way, my response whenever you told me that the Houston Rockets were suspended and the Auburn football team yep. was suspended and these other teams were suspended, my response was, let it eat. <laughs> Mostly because the amount of time you two put into, into this in the preparation was very noble. And how it has reacted on the internet was incredible. I think you two, Diggs and Zito, deserve to watch that video go. Because that was an awesome video you two put together. I think you're honestly, I think you guys really, you. really you. fucking did it. You I mean, really did it. We prepared. The, 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 the office prepared for something. We did. Oh, First yeah. time. And look, it, it pays it, off. It pays off. <laughs> it was incredible. We just wanted to... 
Well, first off, we knew, like, even though Games of Thrones, there's fucking people out there who are never going to be happy and they're not happy with the last season. But six, seven, seven out of the eight seasons have been great. So we knew that we wanted to commemorate the show in some yep. way. In a positive fashion. In a positive fashion. So we went through and we found a clip of every main character that's ever been on the show. And we <laughs> put it together to uh, the music from Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, from Fast and Furious. Which By the way. Pretty good recipe by you guys. Pretty pretty good We're recipe. We're going to put down all the notable figures <laughs> in the most watched television show in history and one of the greatest like commemorative songs yep. in history. It was genius. It was waiting out there. It was good good pool by And you we guys. just wanted to remember the good times. That's mm-hmm. what that's what that video was about, was to remember the good times. Because and- it's this last season has been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Literally, all those guys are dead. And yeah. women are dead. And without them, this last season, you know, it's kind of faltered. About, amongst, it was just a nice shining light amongst all the negativity. It was. And it, by the way, done good. Mm-hmm. Done yeah. good. You that, guys left Zito out, did all the editing. You so. left out the little fella. No, he's no, in he didn't. He was in there. Wow, I got a lot of tweets in it. People, people well, saw like four different other people. They're well, apparently they just didn't watch good. Oh, so you're. That's they, what happens. They skim through it and then they start making shit up. Have you responded to any of those people that said I that? was going to? I wasn't fucking tagged. Take a little ownership in this thing. Well, you're, you're you weren't tagged. It was it was obviously on my video. <laughs> hey, no, no, I, some, I looked at them until I fell asleep, which was like half yeah, an hour. Somebody so. said Night King spelled K N, and I was like, come on. Nope, that's not right. Yeah, they're wrong. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, I would like it to be known that I did not want it on my Twitter because I put zero work into it. It was a business decision that yes. if you have a platform with one and a half million people, you yes. probably put it on there if you want it to go. Which, by the way, the fact that it is going is probably going to lengthen my suspension <laughs> <laughs> from Twitter. Is have you ever been works? suspended before? No. Oh, well, I mean, you got to get one and get your credit. Yeah, right? right. It's like he's got a, he doesn't have a record. You don't have a record. By the way, I think I need to work on my Instagram anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Twitter doesn't treat me that good, anyways. I walk into that office, they don't even know. So, I who, mean, who is that guy or that that woman? Who? Jack. Just who is it that's like, yeah, suspend that one? Well, no, it's a robot, I guess, that goes yeah. through, and it's just like on uh, YouTube. YouTube, mm-hmm. they they have like things that they pick and choose that aren't allowed to be aired or shown. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, we learned about it whenever we had the Minnesota Miracle GIF <laughs> in a video. And normally gifts are okay because it's not that long. So gifts are quick and gifts are everywhere available for everybody. So if you put a gif in there, normally it's okay. But I think the NFL logged in to their database like, hey, uh, there's a couple plays that you can't fucking use. The Minnesota Miracle, probably the snow kick, probably the catch by the yeah. 49ers, uh, probably the the, the, the yeah, the like the big notable plays. And we and that's just run into like a little bit of a bot, I think, that just right. scans through all videos. And I assume that's what happens with Twitter too. We've get we've gotten emails before. Yeah. It's the uh, music yeah. royalty people. They they built yeah. that and they forced everybody to use it. So, but Wiz, you're from you're That's from what I'm saying. If so. Wiz Khalifa gets me suspended, I mean, I, that's a wild move by him. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, guys. You guys Come grew on, up. Guys. Jesus Christ. I think you're the same age. You grew up the same years in the same streets. I mean, uh, different streets. He was down there. <laughs> Slightly. Turtle Crick. He, he was, nope, not there, but. He was down in a different area. Oh. Older dice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taylor Alders. Oh, Donner by Still Mills. I think it's actually, it's, it's a. Isn't that not? It's uh, didn't we play older dice? I played older dice in soccer. Probably did, yeah. I think I did. I think I played Taylor older dice in soccer. You probably played Wiz. Yeah, he was a good soccer player. Just lying. <laughs> <laughs> just, just absolutely lying. Um, 
so if that we get suspended because of that, I mean, it happens. But people were very, very, very angry about the way this whole thing ended. Mm. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet because I was watching along something else. And everybody knows that I, I like to save my watching for yeah. when I can DVR it so I can pause it on the more finer points, like mm. the bottles of water that are just scattered around in the Starbucks. <laughs> that, 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 I was, I've been playing that game for a long time. Mm-hmm. People go back three seasons and see what you can find in there, by the way. Correct. If you want to start getting a little judgy-wudgy. Huh? How about that? Exactly. You should see what's in the background. A little personal fan, little misters in the background. Mm-hmm. I, wonder, I used to watch because that's how I. Although they were hour episodes, normally took me about an hour, twenty hour, thirty to watch every mm. scene. Yeah, because you watch it diligently and multiple times. Yeah, well, and mm. also you got to go back to make sure you fully understand all the the terms. So going into last season, I knew with all of that diction and all of the things that are happening, it was going to be very difficult to wrap up all the storylines. It is. It's going to be very difficult to do that because mm-hmm. I've watched every scene. You know, I'm such a big throner. And I, I think that is what everybody's mad about is the fact that all the storylines have just been kind of shot to shit here this last year just to end it. Is that right, Ty? Uh, yeah, pretty much. The The race to the finish line was because they had so few episodes when they could have done more. HBO initially offered. They said, hey, you can do 10 more for both of these seasons. The guys who created it said, no, fuck it. We're done with it. We want to be done with it. We'll do seven and six. So because of that, stuff basically fell by the wayside. Did HBO let the world know that? Did HBO leak, like, uh, if you guys are hating the way this is going, by the way, (laughs) we were feeling the same way. Did HBO do that? The the creator said that from the get-go. They were like, hey, we could have done 10 more apiece and beat this thing into the ground, but we want to be done with it. Do why don't people appreciate that? By the way, why don't people appreciate that these writers, uh, mostly because I understand why. Uh, Large uh, from Barstool, uh, mm-hmm. he's on Breakfast. Barstool Breakfast. Barstool yeah. Breakfast. <clears throat> Good show, by the way. I enjoy those. I enjoy the quotes that come out of that show. Large said they could have had the greatest ending of all time. They could have. Like, they, they're supposed to be this greatest show and supposed to be all these things, and instead they put me to sleep. Like, they could have had that. And that kind of swayed my opinion, by the way, on the whole thing, because being able to just crush an ending of a show is a big deal. Like, when you're working on stand-up, especially for a storyteller, your last story is the hardest one to piece together. So if you see a stand-up comedian like a year or two apart from each other and they have the same wrap-up story, that means that they've done zero work. That means that like in the last year and a half, they have a good set. They've maybe worked on their set. But to write the last thing that ties everything together is the hardest thing to do. Like that is actually the hardest thing to do. So the fact that they chose not to do that, I do think that they should be held accountable for I Pat, I, I thought about this last night and I thought you would appreciate this because you always say it about MMA fighters. Like these people have been doing it for 10 years. They've made a lot of fucking money. And these it's got to be hard to want to wake they, up and write. Correct. Uh, they're on set for fucking 50 days at a time. And these creatives, they always want to move on to something new. They got tired of doing the same thing every single day. Just like when you, when Conor McGregor got paid, you're like, yeah, he's not fucking waking up at 5 a.m. to put in the same work that he did in the beginning. It's true. I, but the story, though. Also, yeah, but what I, people I, failed <clears throat> to realize is like they were handcuffed from the get go. The yes, guy who created it, George R. R. Martin, told them, hey, this is how I want to end it. This is how I'm going to end it. They had to fill in the cracks to get to that point. Like that's why. Oh, so, so they didn't. Oh, so hold on now. I'm completely. And this is probably something uh. I should have known <laughs> as a great throner. They, if they're not allowed to pick how the ending goes, they gave they give them basically like bullet points, right? Yeah, like, this exactly. has to happen. Exactly. This has to that's happen. That's exactly what the last episode was. It was bullet points. It was. It actually played. The way I describe it when someone asks me what happened. Yeah. I give you four or five quick yep. points. 
That was the episode. That's how uh, lazy it was presented. Okay. It was a Cliff Notes version of a finale. And that's what you saw on film. And a lot you of, shouldn't let them off that easy. Well, that was a fucking disgrace. A lot of people aren't happy with it. A lot of yeah. people are it not It was the happy. laziest production I've ever seen. In my life. And I assume they're going to crush Star Wars because it's something new and fresh yes. and they get a whole new uh, motivation to do it, which I appreciate and respect. Mm-hmm. I very much understand that. But the ending of something, as somebody who is a storyteller every once in a while, the ending of it is everything. You got you, the ending is everything. Lazy. So the, I don't like the fact that they, they weren't able to choose how it ended. I mean, I'm sure they could have to an extent, but like that, what happened last night is that's what's going to happen in the fucking books. Like that is God. what is going. It's to happen. also taken the guy writing the books nine Forever. years since he wrote the last one to even, and I mean they've blown past his storylines in the books to the point where it's like it's laughable how. Far would, behind this guy's following writing. It would have been better if you'd have given me a two and a half hour, uh, like the last episode was two and a half hours, and this continued after the battle. Instead of breaking it off and just be like, all right, let's just cut out a bunch of shit. They wake up the next day, everything's fine. They pick a guy, they get a couple chuckles at the end, <laughs> cut it. Oh, by the way, tease Arya's spinoff. Season. Oh, that would be awesome. Dude. Arya's, That's what they did. Arya's having a spinoff? She's going, she's, she's sailing to the West to yeah. find new worlds. Is she alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that white horse, a lot of people are saying potential death situation. The, uh, whether Those people the, are wrong. Yep. Oh, yeah. We can criticize the writing, but the cinematography is still insane oh, in every single episode. Hey, Pat, I watched that. I was telling Diggs and I told uh, Ty, I've never, ever, ever watched a minute of Game of Thrones. Last night, it was going in overtime between the Bucks and the Raptors. <laughs> There's like 10 minutes to 10, and I didn't know it was like an hour and 20 minutes. So I thought, screw it. I'll watch the last 10 minutes. I turned it on. It was when – I'm no, no no spoilers, but the guy's walking up to a castle. John. And the, the doorman of the castle is a fire-breathing jag- dragon <laughs> who's covered in ash who then raises up, looks him up and down – and then gives him the nod like he's okay to go in. And I'm like, what the fuck have I been missing? It was awesome. So I did rewind that back, but I didn't see the end. end. When they gave, when um, she was at the steps um, and she was giving a speech to the Unsolid and she's walking up and the dragon lifts up to fly away and is behind her and it looks like she has dragon wings was like one of the cooler scenes that I've ever see, seen. And that's, I see a lot of people saying that's cool and I saw a lot of people saying that was so corny and dumb. Yeah. So it's like, how can you please even the, a fraction you can't of people? Please. You, you can't, can't. The diehard fans, you can't please. I think WWE runs into that problem. You can't please them. They're going to be there. They're going to watch everything. See, I, but I think me and Nick were talking about this earlier and I, and I think this is like an interesting thing to note. Like I would, me and him, a lot of the people that are in here that watch it are diehard fans. Mm-hmm. Me, like, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, and I was okay with it. I think a lot yeah. of the people that are pissed are the people that have binged it, like very this recently, year. and have just like got everything. So like they've noticed like a drop in quality a lot quicker. But I mean, I, I don't think that many people who are like super diehard fans are uh, of the show are pissed. I mean, I don't know, but I feel like more people were okay with how it the positive out. the positive video that the the Zeton Diggs put together has gotten a lot of love. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that are obviously. I mean, it's twenty some million people a week are watching it. I just from I haven't watched a, a single minute of the finale there. But I do know, as is somebody like the wrap up is a big deal, you know, like that yeah. is a, that's, yeah. that's that's sometimes, the hard. Sometimes they just miss. It was I mean, like there are ten different plot lines going right, exactly. and there are going to be a couple loose ends here and there. And you can argue, I didn't personally like the choice that they had at the end. Who sits the Iron Throne? I wasn't crazy about that or the way they came to that conclusion. But I was like, okay, I get it. Like it made sense. I just didn't love it personally. But I'm like. Fuck me. What, what, what do I matter? Okay. I, I knew he was going to get it, but I wanted it to be like, 
explain to me why. Yeah. He, the reasoning they picked him was <laughs> just like, it was almost like they were doing a parody of, of Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. Like, you know what? You've had it pretty rough. You should be the king. And everybody's like, agreed. I tend to give shows a break on the finale and, and last seasons because all like the greatest shows of all time, they're, every single last episode is criticized. Like it's every single uh, good show that's We're ever talking been about on. this. That Breaking Bad, yeah. who, which is legendary. Home yeah, Improvement. Home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Breaking Bad was a legendary. Yeah, movie. it was not bad. Some shows now. But like I said this, I tell you this, like when I followed that show, I was always interested in like the Stark storyline of things. And to me, it was interesting. Like all Ned Stark's kids ended up like kind of right where they wanted to be in the beginning. Arya gets to be an adventurer and gets to go off and travel and get into fights. Sansa gets to be a queen of her own kingdom in the north, which she wanted to do. Jon gets to go. Maybe he's in the Night Watch. Maybe he's the new king of the North beyond the wall. Mm. It's kind of ambiguous what they do to him. It looks like he's free up with the free folk up north. So it was like, that's where all these people started. It's kind of brought them right back there. But now they have like the power and the freedom to do whatever they want. That's yeah. my, I do have a question about the, you guys that know it way more, the storyline. Like, did, did he abandon the watch there? That's did, what it looked like to me. It looked like he was just going free. Right? Yeah. He's yeah. like, fuck it. We're not going to hold this down. We're going to go do something else. Yes. Because yeah. any threat, we're going to see it from up there anyway. It's so. a Second Warcraft. <laughs> that, is, that is that is a Warcraft. Yeah, it's abandoning your post. I mean, there's somebody in jail right now. It's pretty uh, yeah. pretty notable American abandoner of posts. That's I mean, mm. I don't want to dig too deep into politics. But <laughs> you abandon your post. That's a big fucking deal. But overall, a lot of people down. Overall, ten years of greatness. Mm. Yeah, uh, ten good. years of greatness. Great, great show. Congratulations great show. to you guys. Congratulations to the Throners. You guys really did dis- uh, some damage to Sunday nights there. Uh, the world change. Entourage was on Sunday nights back yes. in the day. All the good ones All are. Sopranos, Sopranos was on Sunday. Sunday. Oh yeah, I started watching the wire, Sopranos. The wire Sunday. I started watching Sopranos. Did you? Yeah, I think I'm gonna get into it. Yeah, yeah you are. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Did you like the ending of Sopranos? Yeah, yeah, I do. We talked about it last week. We talked about last Perfect. You thought it was perfect. Perfect. Perfect ending. So what he was saying was going back to what you said earlier. Because you said there's no show that's uh, really had a good ending. That's what he was just. That was very divisive though when Mm -hmm. it came out. But like people fucking hated it when no. But I'm saying I like I don't know. I think we're pretty reasonable people. But there's oh yes 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 the negative people. There's it's like Seinfeld had a terrible ending. It's one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. But like I think people look back on it now and they still watch it in syndication religiously, and no one's like oh yeah, but it ended so bad. Somebody tweeted somebody tweeted that history is going to look fondly upon the way Game of Thrones did everything, and I think that's probably an accurate statement. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I honestly think they changed TV. With they like how the budgeting and, and all the work they put into they, the cinematography, it was a movie production. Yeah, they blurred the lines between like a major Hollywood production and a TV show. Because you know you don't want silver screen. Is that what it's called? Oh yeah. I remember. I'm just trying to think back to Ari. <laughs> trying to think back to Ari talking to Vince about how he, he can't go down. You can't mm-hmm. go right. on the TV now. You, yep. you want? That's TV. not taboo anymore. Yeah, it's not. I think everybody does it all now. If imagine if you were in your heyday at this time. Oh. You could have went back to TV after Deep Waters, but no. Excuse me. What's that? <laughs> it's called Dark Waters. <laughs> it's, right there. it's on me, <laughs> Jeffrey. Uh, congratulations on the video, though, boys. Thanks yeah, for letting us do it. Could potentially ruin our business, but yep. I should probably take it down, huh? Yeah, probably. probably. So it's yeah, it's already it's run its course. Got its numbers. <laughs> Just screenshot. You guys, are, you guys are proud of yourself. I hope proud of yourself for that video. Oh yeah, fair. Zito's phone couldn't handle success. I wanted to get to 20. Um, 
Do you know that? Zito's phone couldn't handle success. What he couldn't mean? text or FaceTime anybody mm-hmm. whenever this video was going. And I guess that was oh, a yeah, that nationwide happens. problem. But uh, it was Zito's phone couldn't handle success is what I was calling it. Because I wanted to call him and congratulate him on the video. Right. And I, after texting the group, you responded. He didn't respond. I'm like, Zito should at least see this video go. You know, I wanted to FaceTime him. No answer. And then he's texting with Fox. He's like, yeah, nothing's working. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, Sixteen and a half thousand retweets. Oh boy, one point one million views. Jeez, nice. That's uh, that's a good run. That's an incredible, incredible fucking run. Honestly, I'm gonna have to. Do I delete it right now? Yeah. You guys are proud of it. Mm-hmm. Proud. Nick says no. Nick says no. I didn't no. make it though, yeah. and it's not my account. So, uh, you know, it might be nice for me to be thirty days off. <laughs> Can I still is that scroll? What it is? Can I still scroll through? I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Delete it. Nah, I'm it's gonna been it, a lot. I'm going to keep it. We got off my time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Football season's how far away? Like three months. September. Bro, if they suspend me for three months, wait until that welcome back party. <laughs> <laughs> this is on you, Twitter. Just send me like an email saying, hey, take it down, will you? We've never had one before, so I imagine they'll give you a slap on the wrist first. Right. We, we must remember, I've been in multiple Twitter headquarters yes mm-hmm. and they have no idea who i am none well they're lost you just you just rubbed elbows all weekend with some powerful people so they didn't know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> I know now. good people and we did good dancing legs were very sore so sore legs were very sore <laughs> i told corbin that I, he, whenever he told me he was <laughs> wrestling for 14 days in europe i was like he's just you know i you should see what I did last night on the dance floor. <laughs> everything, man. What do you mean? I, everything. Every move. Every move. I did. I, do I don't every, know if you had like a favorite. I do every move. I do every move. I do every move. The floor. I never said that. I never said that. <laughs> never said that. I never said that. I tried to tell the guy that that video, the Twitter account that tweets out this video, is good for Francesa. I said the only way I learned about Francesa is that yep. Funhouse uh, Twitter account or whatever it is. Yeah, he knows. He likes it. <laughs> I was like, well, I just want to make sure you guys know. Like, the only way I know about Francesca is through that. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. We should keep. We, we should buy, maybe be asking for more of those. <laughs> and every time he says, "I never said that," I become a bigger fan. <laughs> just a full-on bigger fan. Um, the shoes I was wearing were not exactly set up for the moonwalk. The moonwalk is my favorite dance move because anytime you do it, it's kills. It's a showstopper. It stops everybody in their path. But the shoes were not built for the the moonwalk, so I didn't couldn't do it. The non slicks, it was just some some woods, you know, some yep. finishes, some, some finish. When you get a cedar with a, with that type of <laughs> yep. red finish, yep. yeah, you, it's kind of it gets tough on you. The Been, D, there. Been there. The DJ was blowing massive vape clouds. I don't think I've ever seen a DJ oh, yeah. vape this hard. I mean, he was blowing <laughs> fucking full on cumulus clouds. Hey, could you win Dancing with the Stars? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm about 100 percent certain too. I've yeah. seen only about three episodes, and they were all the championship ones. So I was like, Meh, I could probably do that. Get there. I don't know. The only issue would be remembering all the moves back to back to back. Ah. To back. But if it was just strictly okay. off of rhythm and dance purposes and things that I could do with my feet, yeah, we're winning night one. <laughs> <laughs> the pro athletes do very well. Yeah, yeah, there, for yeah. good reason. Yeah, you guys are gifted. Feet. We got good yeah. feet. I got, I got pretty good, good feet. feet. I got pretty good feet. Legs were tired, though. <laughs> Legs were tired. We were walking through the fucking Atlanta airport. You know they got a P.F. Chang's up a fucking escalator? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, there's a P.F. Chang's 
that has its own escalator up to it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, the escalator only leads to PF Chang's. At the airport at Hartsville? Oh, and in, in the A terminal. It's as soon as you get in the A town, as soon as you get <laughs> off the train, it's literally you either go to your gate or you go to PF Chang's. Nice. Yep. And we saw it and we we're like, ooh, PF Chang's for sure. We go up there, meet the bartender's been there since day one. Breaks it all down to us. They made thirteen million last year at that Jesus. fucking. Wow. Thirteen million at that. It was packed. Did I was you, like, I had no idea PF Chang's was in a fucking airport. Did you go lettuce wraps? No, no, no. They went in. Chang yeah. spicy chicken, shrimp mm. fried rice, mm. and spicy tuna roll. Mm. So good, so good. Atlanta oh. Airport might be the busiest place on the it entire is. Earth. It's not. That's not like a might be. It's that it is. actually is. Yeah. The, yeah. It was outrageous. But even insane. the people that were working there were telling us how outrageous it was this yeah. past weekend. They were like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it like this. It was just like mobs of people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just one after another after another. I guess another. the uh, cocaine mystery's been answered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a busy airport. <laughs> it was a good time, man. It was a good time. Those kids are having fun. They just need to watch what they do to their brains, man. Honestly, I don't know if that stuff's good for you. <laughs> just not my thing. Like in James Earl Jones here at the sound like heart that heart. No, he's not James Earl Jones. Hey, the other guy, you won't Ving Rhames. Uh. <laughs> What's his name? Ving Rhames. I don't know. What does he sing? Does he sing or talk? Talk. Oh, he's an actor. Actor. Pulp Fiction. He's uh, Marcellus. Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible. He's in all the Mission mm-hmm. Impossibles, and well, up to the one to get killed. Anaconda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not an anaconda. He's not. Sharknado? <laughs> no. I think good you're... guess. Just Sharknado is a good guess. <laughs> Just go ahead and send that one out there for everybody. Um, all right, we're done here. It's been a long <laughs> day. Ty Schmidt. Uh, hashtag endgame. Hashtag endgame. Uh, just send us something to make us laugh. Ty Schmidt, hit the music. It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again When I see you again Damn all the planes we flew, good things we've been through Then I'll be standing right here talking to you About another path I know we love to hit the road and laugh But something told me that it wouldn't last Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture Those were the days, hard work forever pays Now I see you in a better place Ah. Uh. Can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last it's ride It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again, I see you again. We've come a long way, yeah, a long way. from where we began you know, we started. Oh, I'll tell you all about it I'll see you again. When I see you again. Oh. 
watch your way in the vibe is feeling strong and was small turned to a friendship a friendship turned to a bond and that bond will never be broken the love will never get lost and when brotherhood come first then the line will never be crossed established it on our own when that line had to be drawn and that line is what we reach so remember me when i'm gone when we not talk about family when family's all that we got Everything I went through, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last one let the light guide your way yeah. Hold every memory as you go And every road you take Without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it When I see you again We've come a long way From where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it